if he's working today. For some reason, I thought he'd be here today. Bam, we're live. I thought so too, honestly. I think he said he would be here. Want me to call him? Yeah, let's give him a ring. It's a good idea. Let's see. Uh, oh, he's in my favorites. Let's see, Matt Souza. Good morning, everyone. Christine, hi. Good morning, Juicy Spiegel. Good morning, Amanda. Amanda Stack. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning, RB. Emily was an incredible guest. Why do you say that? I'm curious why you say that. A lot of people really liked her. I thought it was just... Uh, maybe you guys were uh, titillated by the uh, conversation, like the the subject matter. You guys are really into the whole CrossFit scene and liked all the juicy CrossFit stuff. I mean, granted, she's smart as shit. Um, finally made it to a Rob show. Robin, great to have you here. Surf's up. You reach Matt. Leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. No, no, no. I wonder what's going on with Suza. Must be sleeping in. Um, more airtime. You can now say six words in this show. More airtime for you, Caleb. I've got two more. <laughs> Angela Martinez, Alex Mallard. Mike the Sour. Bam, it's 10 a.m. Oh, that's 7 a.m. Uh, Greg C., amazing show yesterday. Subject matter was amazing. I was concerned that um, she was one of those guests that's so smart that I was concerned she was leaving a bunch of people in the dust or like she was connecting too many dots too fast. So I, But, but she was cool when I would kind of like stop it and try to, um, try to bring it all uh, back together. So... Um, cause she knows a lot. She knows a lot, a lot of pieces, a lot of pieces. Um, thank you to paper street coffee. Cheers. Cheers. You're on the paper street too. Of course. Do you want, do you want one of these cups, Caleb? Yeah, that'd be kind of dope. Oh, okay. I'll get you one. Wouldn't mind it. Uh, I will send Gabe a text and then I forgot. Um, I wanted to show you something. Um, can you bring me the grenade soap? Oh, oh dude. Grenade. Yes. Go. I was, uh, oh, it's grenade. It's grenade, not grenade. No, is it grenade? Yeah. G R E N A D E. Oh yeah. It's funny. I'm still learning how to speak the English language. So when I was going through, so we have to like, for when we fly through military air, mm -hmm. we uh, like we still have to go through like a TSA type thing. Like we have to check our bags and make sure. Oh, I like this. I like this and stuff. I like this. So, I I've like packed a few things in my luggage that I was concerned. Like I was I was trying to like bring them home, bring things home, but um. They like send it through an fentanyl grenade, yeah, yeah, yeah. handgun, <laughs> all this stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, souvenirs, just souvenirs, right? And uh, I get so they send it through the X-ray, and I like we need to check your bag. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, like I'm gonna be in some serious trouble. And they like dig through, and uh, they like pull out this box. It's like a cardboard box. And uh, they open it up and they're like, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's soap. And it was the fucking grenade soap from Doc Spartan. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> they shit. Had these stints, stints them out. They were like, 
literally they were like just holding me there they weren't gonna let me go it was like they made like a whole stink about it they're like wow you can't, what are you doing you're bringing it like it was fucking hilarious like, oh they were probably so excited they probably thought they had you they were yeah, so yeah. They were excited like, oh shit this dumb idiot's bringing a grenade back yes but and then hey, like, well, would you gotten how much trouble would you get in for that that's a good question um i probably would have gotten out of, like at least some paperwork like like something that's written in my record saying but like, probably not not kicked out of the air force no i don't think so hey um uh victor uh, brown um she kept you on track she kept me on track uh, and kept you and kept you from getting too emotional. I, is that bad? I I don't think anyone keeps me on track. But I don't think um, I don't think I was uh. I don't. Is that a bad thing if I'm emotional? Well, Jeremy, Jeremy says I get an Article Fifteen. That's pretty. What's bad. What's that? Is that bad? But, yeah, it's like a career killer. Like if you get Article Fifteen, usually you're fucked. Can you still stay in for uh, twenty years and get money? Yeah, I think you can stay in, but like you're never going to make more than like an like uh, NCO level job. So I don't know. You just you kind of get fucked. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's not good. It's not good to be somewhere knowing that you can't get 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 elevated. Not a girl, a woman. Yeah, yeah. That that one hit me like a uh, brick shit house. That hit like hit, I, I think of myself as an egoless angel. Oh, thank you. I think of myself as an egoless angel and that one hit direct. That was a direct shot to my ego. Like a, just a, Oh, sure. Sure. Um, yeah, that one, that man made me realize I'm not egoless. Tell me what to say. Like I give a, f- but it's cool. So this is the soap, by the way, that Caleb's talking about. Yeah. And uh, Dale King makes this, and the name of the company is Spartan. Sorry. Doc Spartan. Doc Spartan. Oh, yeah, it says right here. No, it doesn't say right here. Uh, manufactured in uh, Portsmouth, Ohio, contents grenade. Someone said it's not an English word. I guess it's, um, I'm going to guess it's French. And it says soap, uh, www.docdocspartan.com, just like it sounds. I want to find out what's in this soap. Oh, could you look at the ingredients? Uh, A life-size grenade. Because what's crazy is I'm looking for a soap sponsor because I want to represent a a soap that doesn't like um, uh, chemically castrate me, right? I want to use a soap that doesn't chemically castrate me uh, on my body, and I want to use one in my... um, for my clothes. My My wife and I have a serious problem at the washing machine. I've been doing the wash our whole like career together. And now she doesn't want me doing it because she says I use uh, chemical soaps like that um, high protein snicker bar soap, uh, coconut oil, palm oil, south safflower oil, glycerin, shea butter, purified water, lye, sorbitol. I don't know what that is. Sorbiton. Ole. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, those two in there. I wonder if those reduce my, um, Sperm count. Titanium dioxide. I don't care about my sperm. It's my kids. Chlorel power, prop, proprietary blend of essential oils. Th- it smells good. It smells really good. Yeah, it does good. smell really good. Did you use any or do you feel bad using it because it's such a cool shape? I uh, yeah, I like. I, I didn't use it because I thought it was 
kind of cool. But also, like, I didn't really have, like, you know how you usually have, like, a place to store your soap? Yeah. Like, you, what, what do you mean? Like, in the shower, like, it sits on a ledge? Yeah. Yeah. Since we had, like, community showers, I didn't really want to use it because I would have to, like, store it on a shelf in my room. Oh, what if you leave the soap in there? Will just other people use it to wash their ass and stuff? Definitely. God, I love your cat. I, hey, I'm going to tell you something really fucked up. Please. And please don't judge. Well, I don't care if you judge me too harshly. I'm totally that person. Like, I, I would, would go in there. Yeah, I would go in there. I would take your soap. I'd rat, lather it in my hands, theoretically taking off a layer of your your whatever poop and semen and whatever's on there. Then I would use it to soap my body. And then when I put it back, I would roll it in my hands a bunch again to make sure I took off all the pubes and put yeah. it back. I'm totally that person. Yeah, I there's totally definitely agree. definitely a few of those. Usually people would just like leave it on like a ledge somewhere. It's like it just kind of like if they didn't need it anymore, they were leaving. They would just leave their leftover on a shelf and then people would just grab it. But I always felt weird doing that too. Oh, it's gross. I have to like put on a, like a serious mental block, but I'd still do it. Yeah, like if it was a necessity, yeah, I'd use it. Oh, you would too? Yeah, probably. I wonder if women are like that too. Uh, and people, women in the military definitely do that shit. They're, they're, is lie okay? My dad sh- says a fuck ton on wood ash, and I've considered my making my own. Oh, so I need a soap sponsor. And I, I, I really want, uh, what if uh, you drop the soap? Well, we have her individual shower, so it was okay. All right. Uh, you were fine. Some were happy. She was calling you out on your terms like woke. It's hard for some to stray from their progressive roots. Triggered the libs whenever possible. I, I liked it. I like it, though, when people call me on woke because it lets me rework the uh, re, rework my definition to let people know it's real. Man, did you see that preview that Disney put out? Um, uh, in one of their movies, they have a, a whole song and dance that's three out, three minutes long uh, asking for reparations. It's amazing. What? <clears throat> you no no one is uh, no one is responsible for what their parents did. Just so you know, you don't you don't owe debt. You don't owe debt for what your parents did. Yeah, uh, um, I hate to use this as an example, but Matt uh, Schindeldecker d- doesn't owe debt because his mom killed the bus driver. No one owes debt to anyone because of what their relatives did or didn't do. And don't forget, they keep saying that this country is built on the backs of slaves. It was built on the backs of shitloads of people. And where did those slaves come from? We know where those slaves came from. It came from other melanated people selling those melanated people to p- pigmently deprived people. You know who has to pay for uh, what their parents did? You, you, if you think that that's gonna, if you think that's gonna help um, the country be a better place, you're crazy. That is gonna cause some serious fucking heartache and headache. There's nothing. Okay. There's nothing fair about it. And there's Even nothing. There's Korea. nothing fair in life either. North and, Korea and, has whole camps that do that. Say that again. North Korea has whole camps where they're the people are paying for what their parents did. Yeah, like they're 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 forcing generations into indentured so, servitude for our, just because of something that their parents did. And, and I'm not suggesting that that's a good argument for why why there should those people also shouldn't get reparations. It's not like two rights make a wrong or two wrongs make a right. It, it's just, it's just completely fucking illogical. It really bums me out that they're pushing that. I, I, f- I feel like that the only thing that that causes is um, um, 
more more divisiveness. It, it pains me. Uh, the um, we had Philip Kelly also on the other morning in the live call-in show. That was really cool. Uh, he's eight. If you, if you didn't hear that, you might want to catch up on that. He's eight week. The reason why that's so cool is he got COVID. He got really sick. Spent a bunch of time in the hospital. He's in recovery. I think that's going to be a fun thread to follow just over the next, you know, year, two years, five years, however long the show lasts, however long we can keep him coming on. And then for the last eight weeks, he's been doing a small dose of TRT through California Hormones, who's also a sponsor. And I just really like hearing his um, his journey. Yeah, Disney Disney pushing agendas into children is maddening. Yeah, if I was I was also thinking if I was a child, what I would take away from that. There's this thing, there's this thing, there's an idea around these words that I think is the root of the entire problem that we're currently stuck in. And it sucks because I don't think that even 1% of the population is smart enough to acknowledge it. And even when you're smart enough to acknowledge it, like I am, I'm still not able to always see through it. It's weird. But the issue is the conflation of uh, black people, black culture melanated skin there's all of these words that are being conflated like there's something completely different from melanated people in black culture i wish we could even come up with a different word for it maybe it's hip-hop culture but there's a culture surrounding this uh, melanated persona that's just conflated with the actual human being and it's it's so fucked up it's so fucked up and and there's just as many people who are white who've embraced that culture if not more than there are people with melanated skin. And I think at the root, that culture has done some really um, unhelpful things to, to society. I was just looking at a list. I don't know if I put a link to it, but it was, it was the wealthiest people in the United States. I don't know if I put a link to it at the bottom. It was a Twitter link. Um, but basically, I've shown it before on the show, but it showed the wealthiest people in the United States by uh, ethnic uh, demographic. And, and and like whites are at 56,000 a year. Oh, here it is. Oh, wow. You're quick. Did I have a link to that? Yeah, it was. It was in there. What number is that? It was. You're good. 407. Oh, yeah. 407. So look at this. We've looked at this before. So what made me think of this is I took my kids to uh, Fremont um, the other day. Uh, for the jiu-jitsu tournament when i was a kid fremont was all just white and black people no other people and now when i took my kids to ohlone college all the buildings there everything's written in i think it's chinese it's some writing that i don't recognize maybe it's japanese but it's some asian language it's those characters right and look at these are the wealthiest people in the united states indian americans then Filipino Americans, then Taiwanese Americans, then Sri Lankan Americans, then Japanese Americans, then Malaysian Americans, then Chinese Americans, then Pakistani Americans. And that that has that's all because of their culture. That's my take on it. All because of their culture. All because of how they're raised. All because they have tight families. I bet you that their divorce rates are lower than uh, all the people below them too. I think it's yeah, like all, 50%. It, it, it's, it's all, it's, it's all, it's all a, uh, it's all, yeah, yeah. They make twice as much as you basically your average American. 
Yeah, it's all it's all a cultural thing. But the whole Bay Area is shifting to that. Anywhere near the mothership, like Apple, Amazon, Facebook, all those. I mean, uh, I went to a high school, I think, in Los Gatos with Greg and Dave and Haley. My, my wife one time, Haley had made a video on the high school. And there was a teacher there, and the teacher was white. And the teacher said, hey, when I started teaching here 15 years ago, this entire school is white. Now the only white person, the only white person at this high school is me. And it was the high school PE teacher. And all the other kids were um, either Indian or uh, some sort of Asian. Like Indian, when I say Indian, I mean like those people who live on the, like the second biggest country in the world, the dark-skinned people. Like they're like, they're really black, but we call them Indian, Pac- the Pakistani Indian. And then the Asians, I just lumped them all in as like Chinese, Japanese, Korean. And it, those those people's culture is just fucking rock solid if if your goal is to to keep your head down grind and 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 make money so okay that's that as excited about the fights this weekend if you're a ufc fan man this weekend is gonna be amazing yeah but if you if you are interested say it again they just keep promoting the slap fighting yeah the slap man that's getting a lot of i'm kind of I'm torn. I like the slap fighting, but like, I like to think of it as like a a Russian thing. I don't like to think of it as something we do in the States. You know what I mean? Like just something that pops on my IG once every two months. I've lumped it into like, uh, that car jujitsu match. Yeah. 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 Front seats. And they just play jujitsu with each other. Yeah. That's, that's how I've seen it. And it's just bizarre to me that they're promoting it so much. Like I I just don't see the appeal. It's Um, cool. Yeah, just like if you're flipping through your IG and you see one like clip of it, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, so if if you are interested in, in um, learning more about your blood work, um, you can go to cahormones.com, type in the password Sevon, and you'll get a free doctor's consultation. And if you're in California, especially if you're near Southern California, you can get your blood work done for free. You can get all that shit checked out for free. Oh, anyone who has any show name ideas for shows – as as um or like the morning live calling shows or anyone who sees clips in here that need to be clipped in any of our shows please put it in the comments you would save me so much uh you would save us so much work oh shit hiller just sent me a uh oh hiller i don't go to reddit Someone wrote, someone wrote, uh, started, by the way, did you know someone started a seven podcast Reddit thread and the moderators at Reddit pulled it down? They pulled it down? Yeah. You are not a thread. I guess, I guess that there's like forums or this was when we first started the podcast. I guess there's like sub forums or forums or groups or someone tried to be a, um, thank you, Corbano. Yeah. Just mark anything that you think would be a good clip that I should go back that you think that I, that I should turn into anything from a one minute to 10 minute clip. If you guys put it in the comments, then I can go back and clip it. If not, I just, by the time nighttime comes around, I'm already prepping for the next show and I missed that opportunity. And I think the subclips would help the show grow. I definitely think it'll make me a few more dollars. Um, free, free labor. And I won't be paying reparations to you once I become rich. Um, but it would be awesome to be so rich to throw a party for us. A bombshell confirmation that even Glassman doesn't know who owns CrossFit now and other major dirt. I'm only halfway through, but it's a doozy. Wow. I didn't think really is, is, uh, 
was that show that doozy? I thought it was just normal. Morning Glory with Sevon, Gung, Gung Fu. I like it how most of the people in here have pro profile pictures too. Comments, not chat. Yes, Judy. Sorry, did I say chat? Yeah, comments. Whatever I said, listen to Judy. Um, I want to thank Bruce Wayne for all the thumbnails. And uh, there's a couple other people who've been sending me thumbnails. I don't know their name, but thank you. All that stuff, like even if I don't respond to you and I just start using them, you have to know that I try to see everything. I'm so far behind on my DMs. It's a mess. I'm going to read this to you. This came in my DMs last week. Hi, Sevan. I'm a regular listener to your podcast from the Philippines. I don't always catch it live because of the time difference, but I always listen to the replays while I run. I don't do CrossFit, but I'm a big fan of the methodology and the sport. I just use YouTube and Instagram to do workouts because the CrossFit box membership here is my, in my country is too expensive. That being said, I'm grateful for your podcast for opening my eyes on a lot of issues. You freed my mind, and now I see the world through a different lens. Keep it up. The, the the homeless thing that people were tripping on is people want this is this is the total uh i apologize in advance libtard response is well a lot of the homeless people are mentally ill it doesn't matter stop saying that that's just an excuse that's it um, to get some sort of emotional plea from you all homeless people are mentally ill it doesn't matter it's it's completely fucking irrelevant the reason why they're mentally ill is because Uncle Buck touched them when they were little. They didn't address it. They started getting into fentanyl and drugs. They started selling their pussy. They started sucking dick. And now they live on the streets doing drugs and they're caught in a horrible cycle. And they, th th here it is. You ready? Here it is. They don't need you making excuses for them that keep them down. You're calling them mentally ill with this bullshit pseudo compassion that you should feel sorry for them. And that's what's keeping them down. Oh, let's start a free, uh, a free, um, uh, needle program. Let's, let's, let's give them a, let's, let's block off these three blocks and let them sleep here. You are being a codependent. Just imagine you were one of those people. Nobody wants to be a heroin addict, a meth addict, a homeless person, mentally ill. But here's the thing. And especially with mental illness, mental illness, mental illness is like obesity. Not one person is going to come and save you. It's only going to be you. Only you are going to be able to get off those streets. And do you know how you do that? Do you know how you stop being fat and how you get off the streets? You hit rock bottom. So stop saying that mental illness, when you call them mentally ill, what you're doing is you're making an emotional appeal to continue to be a codependent for them. So what? Yeah, they're mentally ill. So what? You think giving them housing is going to help? No, no, you're giving them a warm place to shoot up more heroin, to meet more heroin addicts. It's not the way I'm telling you. Anyone who's pulled themselves up by the, what is, is it called? Bootstraps? Is that the? Bootstraps. Yeah. Can't say that though. She, AOC said it was uh, racist. Racist? Bootstraps is? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, why. I got a I got a funny one today. There's this. Um, I'll get to it in a second. There's a there's a th there was a school that served um, watermelon, waffles, and chicken on the first day of Black History Month, and they and they told the kids there that it was racist, and they made the black kids feel bad for that. 
And that's like, do they not know that they're enforcing racism by telling the kids there that, that that's racist? I How mean, the fuck are waffles and watermelon and chicken racist? Is rice racist? Is baklava racist towards Greeks? What if they would have served baklava during Greek history month or tabula? What? Shawarma. Shawarma. Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong with fried chicken? What's wrong with fried chicken and watermelon? Do is that something? Do do is is that like something culturally melanated people don't like? They don't like that. Like no, no, like what is stereotypically what they eat? Just fried chicken, waffles, and watermelon. Yeah, then why wouldn't you make that? Why wouldn't you serve that all thirty days? If it was Chinese History Month, I'd expect it to be fucking fried rice the whole month. Kung Pao chicken every day. Yeah. It's, we we live in bizarro world. Yeah, I love shawarma too. I ate so much fucking shawarma the past six months. Hey, that's that thing that's on the tube, right? Yeah, and it spins. And they're like wrapping a little tortilla looking thing. Uh, yeah, grape sodas. Is is that is that it, who who eats that? Which people? The Asians? The, the <laughs> no, black that's, people. That's the other black people thing. Uh, yeah, that sucks. That's pro- that sounds like something white people gave him to kill them. Like abortion. Here's your grape soda. With every abortion you get, you get a six pack of grape soda. <laughs> Brought to you by Whitey. Fucking Margaret Sanger. Can I get a live react for the Daniel Brandon video I sent on IG? Josh Loths. I don't remember that. We can go to Daniel Brandon's account. Let me say this one thing, and and then and then we'll go look at how hot Daniel Brandon is. Uh. In total, the national money supply stands at $21.2 trillion, which is still more than 37% above the pre-pandemic level. Okay, fuck Jeremy. All right, fine. Hi, Jeremy. I want to talk about money. What are you doing? Jeremy? Jeremy. Did you say Jeremy Fuck? (laughs) I said Jeremy Fucks, yes. (laughs) Hey, I'll keep this one short, I promise. But you were talking about... uh, That's what I said to my wife last night. My melanated... What's that? That's what I said to my wife last night. Oh, I I used to say that all the time when I was married. Um, You were talking about my melanated people. Um, And and, and I wake up this morning... Remember, I'm in Milwaukee. I wake up this morning... To gunshots. No, no, no. I actually live in uh, a good part of the city, believe it or not. and I wake up to a story, uh, MPD officer shot and killed overnight. Um, and way up on the, uh, in the hood. And, um, I, I mean, it's not too surprising. I mean, an officer isn't killed every day, but shit like that is happening pretty regularly. Um, so it got me thinking about, you know, a lot of the things people are saying, like these officers need more training, blah, 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 blah. And I, I'm wondering how, okay, so let's say in a in a in a in this perfect world that the as you call them libtards want to. Hey, how come they don't tell us the color of the officer that was shot or the color of the person who shot him? So what does that tell you right away? Sorry to interrupt. What? So that tells no, you no, that no, it's no, a I black think... officer shot by a black. Uh, a, a, sorry, I'm not. I really don't want to say black anymore. It's a melanated officer shot by a melanated citizen. Right. Right, exactly. The story, the story does not give details. That's what I would assume. That's what I have to assume, right? Because they're not trying to piss me off. Right, for sure, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So it got me thinking. Like, let's say, 
that that officer in his unit and you know his department went through extensive de-escalation training um was super uh versed in you know things like jujitsu self-defense etc etc what one of those skills when it comes to what it sounded like uh, like an armed robbery situation and he has to he has to confront this criminal what one of those skills is going to work to get that criminal who's clearly a piece of shit has probably raised in a fatherless home yeah you know he's all enamored in the hip hop culture and yeah. drugs and and all this what skill is that officer going to use to get that kid not to do what he did? Why not what you recommend and what most logical thinkers let's improve us as society, you know, let's get better at not doing dumb shit. Or if an officer does confront you about something, pulls you over, just, you know, comply and do what you're told. Why, why, why is it not, that, why don't we hear more of that? Why are we hearing so much of officers need more training? I never and, hear that, Jeremy. I, this show is the first time, the first time I ever heard that maybe society needs more training as opposed to um, uh, the police was on this show when it came out of my mouth. Thank you. Do we have you a, know what? Do we have that, a, do we that, have that a clapping? Might be very true. Do we have a clapping? Yeah, for uh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, I'll do it for you. I'm clapping right now while I'm holding my phone. Do we have a, but uh, no, you're right. I mean, I you, you'll hear it. Depending on your circles of friends or, yeah, you know, yeah. who you talk to, like, you'll hear it. But, you, I mean, that's not the only time you said something we all think quite regularly. But, yeah, I think I could give you credit for being the, the first you. voice out there to say it, for sure. It's 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 absolutely. I mean, we've talked about it before with the with the um with the uh, garbage man, right? We all put our trash cans out and, and separate them so that that machine can get them. We don't park our cars in front of our mailboxes. When the police pull you over, just be cool. Yeah. Just be cool. Put yeah. your hands on the steering wheel. Turn your dome light on. Turn the car off. I mean, mm -hmm. every one of these videos where the cop gets shot or something, or the or the the guy getting pulled over gets shot for some reason, the dude can't keep his hands on his steering wheel or his hands out of the glove box, or he just he's. I mean, obviously they're strung out. Most of these people. Sure, sure. sure. And it's hey, like, what if we if, started? Even if what if we started a massive campaign, Jeremy, showing that all these cops are people's sons and daughters and fathers. So that pe like, that's another what, thing. That people don't work. realize these are just real people. Yeah. These are, they don't, yeah. They're not like cyborgs that go plug in overnight. No, they, they're humans. They, they have families, they have stuff going on. Yeah. Seriously. Jay, I mean, he, he, Jay Hardo wants me to ask you a question. About. He wants to say, this is keeping it short. <laughs> Suck it, Jay Hardo. Yeah. yeah. I'm black. It's black history month, man. I get my 15 minutes of fame here. Come on. Jeez. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. No, but like that situation you're talking about, even if you feel like you're being treated unjustly by the cop, yes. there is a legal system. So you can, you know, you're, you have your day in court or whatever, you know, it's, it's acting in the moment when you, if, if you feel like you're being unjustly treated, it's not going to lead to anything good. You're not going to be that one person on the news that, oh, this guy, you know, Changed the officer's mind or did something really, you know, it's, it's, it's foolish. So a bunch of foolishness. I appreciate you calling in always. Absolutely. I love talking to you guys. Caleb, don't get any article 15s. Okay. Those aren't I'll good. I'll do my best. Thanks. Peace and love. <laughs>
And don't think when you get pulled over. Here's the thing. I used to get pulled over a lot. I've been, I, I'm, I have to guess I've been pulled over a hundred times in my life. And, and don't, and I never once thought I, I did. I, well, I guess here's where I could empathize. I did think that I was pulled over cause I was young and a male, but I always was doing something fucking wrong, going too fast, had my radio on too loud in a neighborhood at a weird time of night that I probably shouldn't have been in. Just, just shit like that. I don't ever. They're not stupid. Cops aren't cops aren't stupid. And here's the thing too. Cops don't, the, the cops I know don't want to pull people over and get into fucking uh, squabbles. Everything running. You know, I was thinking the other day there, I was just had this thought. There was this one time I, I, I there was a stop. There was, I stuck behind this guy in a single lane road and he was going so slow. He was going 20, 20 and a 25. And I, I sped around him. I was in my Volkswagen Rabbit. I was probably 16. And I and I and he stopped at a stop sign and I just blew the stop sign and went right by him. And a cop pulled me over. He goes, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, that guy was going so fucking slow. And the cop goes, yeah, of course he's going slow. That's the fire cat chief's or fire captain's son. He'll be in big trouble if he gets a ticket. I'm like, yeah. And he gave me a ticket. I pulled over probably 20 times for my radio being too loud. I had four 15s in the back of my Rabbit. Nowadays, if the fire captain's son was driving around, they'd probably be speeding. And they'd get away with it. Just show the card. I'm the fire captain's son. Yeah. One time I got pulled over. I was doing 90 in a uh, 65 on the 101, and I had a whole fucking chest full of weed, probably like 10 pounds of weed. And it was in the back of my truck, and a uh, highway patrol officer pulled me over on a motorcycle. And my dog was in the back. My dog was barking like crazy. And so the guy couldn't get close enough to it, I guess, to smell it. And I quickly said, uh, officer, can I get out of the car and come to your car uh, so that I could hear you? Because I can't hear you with the dog barking. It's just crazy. And he said, absolutely. And he took me. And that was just my way of getting away from my car. I was so nervous he was going to smell it. Cop was so cool. So freaking cool. He gave me a ticket, but he was so chill. Uh. In total, the national money supply stands at more than $21.2 trillion. I guess that means all the, 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 the greenbacks, all the dollar bills, all the, like, you know, the money that like we have in our wallet right now. I guess there's 21 point. Oh, here we go. Caller, hi. Hey, guys. It's Plumber. How's it going? Hi, Plumber. How are you? How much money do you have in your wallet? Zero. I don't have any cash. Oh, is that something your, your, your age people don't carry cash? Yeah, I only pull it out when I go to the barber shop because they only take cash. Because <laughs> he makes you. Uh, <laughs> yep. You only pull it out. Someone clip that. He only pulls it out at the barber shop. Oh, it's that tidy. I always, I always uh, have a hundred dollar bill in my wallet, amongst other things. I always keep a hundred. What do you keep in your wallet? You keep any, Caleb? You keep any cash? Always like have a twenty or a fifty or a hundred? Yeah, usually, usually I. Uh, a couple twenties, bunch of singles, and just just depends on uh, where I'm going. You know? I feel naked. I feel naked if I don't have something. I agree. It's did weird you, if I don't have cash on. Did you keep cash on you when you were uh, doing the equity experiment? Absolutely. Welcome back. Oh, Welcome you back, did even way. there. You had cash on you. Oh yeah, not American cash, but yeah, there, the Jordanian dinar, and they. I mean, because that's where everything's basically cash over there. And especially if you're going to barter with people, 
So like if you're, if you're out in the shop or doing like talking to cops and stuff, like a cops pull you over and ask you for money. Plumber, like, quit rubbing your penis on your on your microphone. Sorry, I'm driving. Hey, uh, Will, my dad used to always give me 20 bucks when I left the house, pretty much no matter what. Anytime I left the house, my dad would be like, hey, here's a 20. It was cool. Like, you know, just being yeah. like a nine-year-old kid and I'm going to my friend's yeah. house. He's like, here's a 20. I was like, my mom would give me a five. And that I thought that was cool because a lot of parents didn't do that for their kids. But my dad would give me a 20. He was a boss. I remember I'd get cash if like I was going over to sleepover. Mm-hmm. And then my dad would be like, pick up a meal. Like pick up a meal for the family or something like that. Yeah, and it was like the most, it was the most uncomfortable thing as a little kid, but like still like such a nice gesture, right? Like if you're like spending a weekend with a family, it's like buy a gas tank or something. I don't yeah. know, it was cool. I, I my, my parents would I wouldn't go over to anyone's house empty-handed. I always would take like a two liter of Coke or like a candle or just something. You know what I mean? A Snicker Anything. bar. Yeah, just go over there with something. A couple chicken McNuggets left in my box. Offer it to the dog. Something. Yeah, not in the sixties, you dickhead. In the eighties, you jackass. My five dollars was good in the eighties. This guy's trying to act like I was born alive in the sixties. All right, Will. Well, nice talking to you. Your sound is horrible, but you're you're still yeah. a beautiful young man. Thank you. See you guys. Happy right. Caleb's back. Thank you. Better I agree. I guess. I don't know. I like them. I, I take that back. Not happy Caleb's back. I liked him just as much when he was gone. Was I, think his, nice. I think his muffler is dragging. Um, in total, the national uh, money supply stands at more than $21.2 trillion, uh, which is still more than 37% above the pre-pandemic level of about $15 trillion. So in two years... They printed an extra $6 trillion, which was like 37% of the total money we had uh, flowing around in the economy. Now, this is the part you need to listen to. I'm not sure what the implications are, but there's some economics major out there that will understand this. The U.S. money supply has contracted for the first time since the Federal Reserve started publishing the data in January of 1960. I think what they're telling us is that they've started pulling money off the, uh, out of the system which is really weird because normally every year since 1960, I think that they've printed some money. There's always a little bit of money that they're printing and adding into the cash flow. But you have to understand that they're not doing that right now. The opposite is happening. They're pulling money out. And I have a feeling that's going to make some shit really weird for some people. It might ruin my story that all homeless people... Here's another reason thing that you have to understand about why homeless people are all criminals. They have to steal. That's their job. That's how they get their drugs. Do you understand? So like in Berkeley, I had a really nice home, little 866 square foot million, uh, 866 square foot home on a 2000 uh, square foot lot, million dollar home, dope next to all the coolest bars and coffee shops and the whole foods and parks but about six big blocks from my house was a massive homeless encampment. So every night at 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., they scurry out like little rats and they come to your house and they check your doors. And you can see them with your cameras, you know, your, your nest cameras. And they check your doors and they come inside your yard and they steal bicycles. Because when you drive by those homeless encampments, you ever wonder why those people, those things are so massive? Where do they get those uh, marmot tents at? 
all those bicycle $200 tents and sleeping yeah. bags and fucking pillows and shit. Yeah. It's, um, send it to, you want me, why can't you send it to Caleb? Hey, should I, uh, Hiller, should I look at that IG thread or should you and I look at it when, um, you, you come on? Where's, um, you want me to say that again? What did you say? Um, Oh, I'm not watching that. I don't even think that's funny. I don't even... Do you know how many people sent me that? I don't even think that's funny. It's the Daniel Brandon one with that guy, the English guy. I, I watched oh, that 10 times. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think that's funny. I, I didn't even... I didn't enjoy that in the slightest. I I think of Daniel Brandon as my daughter. I don't want some guy with a fucking hard on pointed at her. It's fucking disgusting. I thought that shit was hilarious. I have daddy issues. I'm, I'm reaching that age where like... A, all those people, I feel like I'm their dad. I don't, I didn't, yeah. Caleb loved it. He's 27. I thought that was great. Yeah, I understand. Everyone likes to point their penis at Danielle. I understand. That is the one right at the end. He's got like a boner in his sweats and it's pointed at her. Yeah. He like doesn't know what to do with himself. Uh, Sebi, the encampment in our town has a cop station so that the homeless people behave. Yeah, right. Hey, let me tell you something. That cop's job is horrible. And, uh, it's not about, um, it's not so that they behave. It's, he just kind of mitigates the, the, the behavior. Yeah. The behavior. Hey, one of the, um, um, one of the worst places you can go if you're a homeless person. And unfortunately this, this part really sucks is the shelters in New York where they're safe are so dangerous. What do you Ours, mean? You'll get fucking robbed in there, stabbed in there, uh, raped in there. Think of it as just jail. You have to be in there by like six o'clock every night or whatever at the home, big homeless shelters in the big cities. And you can't leave until like, I don't know, till the morning. It's, it's, um, it's a, yeah, Jesse, you laughed at that. Yeah. I thought it was stupid, but I think most people did. 20 people sent me that. So I'm in the I'm in the minority. I need reparations. Anyway, something weird's happening. It's gonna weird's about to happen with our money. So so brace yourself. I don't know what, but um, stop looking at that Chinese balloon and watch your wallet. Watch that money disappear. Something weird's about to happen. That is a weird, bizarre thing for for what's gonna happen. Uh. <clears throat> Will you play 408? This is called seeing the future or manifesting the future or just cultivating belief. Uh, the time collapse. And t- uh, this is uh, Aubrey Marcus. Here we go. Part of a ceremony where a, you know, kind of mid rank UFC fighter who had no title shot, you know, planned or anything like that goes into a DMT ceremony. In the DMT ceremony, he sees himself holding the belt, the championship belt. He's like, I fucking saw it, bro. Like, I saw it. I saw I could feel it. I felt how heavy it was. I felt it. I saw it. So the person who was fighting the champion in his division got injured, had to pull out of a fight. He gets last minute called up. He's like a nine to one underdog, has the fight of his life. 
you know, as an underdog and wins the championship. And he fought unbelievable. And so there's so many interesting things that, yeah. that are happening that are not medical related, but performance related. And he credits a lot of that. Of course, he's a great fighter. He trained hard and he busted his ass. And right. all those things are all true. Yeah. But he had such unwavering belief because he'd already felt himself with the belt. TJ Dillashaw is the champion. I was a part of it. So basically he's saying this guy did um, some sort of drug, DMT, ayahuasca, I don't know what it is. And through that process, he saw himself holding the belt. Was it that he saw the future? Was it that he thought, saw it in his head and then manifested it? Both would have the same outcome. That would be something very hard to be able to distinguish what's going on, whether you can see the future or whether you're manifesting the future. Um, because if you see, if you claim, Hey, I see the future, then someone could be like, no, you saw that. And then you manifested it. That's what caused it. So, so you see that there's a problem uh, distinguishing between those two, or it could be this other thing that he just created that with his imagination. And because he created it in his head and his imagination, it made it even more possible to then create it outside out here, out here. When you start under, you'll never understand this stuff. If you don't know the difference between what's real and what's not real, if you still think like racism is real and you don't understand it's an idea, then you'll never even under, come close to understanding what I'm talking about. So go to the CrossFit Games channel now if that if you're stuck there. Like you have to to even begin to understand what I'm saying. You have to be able to distinguish between the fact of what's an idea and what's real. Like this grenade soap is real. You have this cardboard box. <sighs> God, I hope there's nothing in there that destroys my sperm. So uh, it, it, when I saw this video, it reminded me of two stories. I was, uh, I don't know, I was probably 25 years old and I'd taken some mushrooms and I'd gone up uh, on a solo hike in the Santa Barbara mountains. I didn't do mushrooms a lot. I, I probably did like acid less than five times and I probably did mushrooms less than 10 times in my life. Anyway, and I did these mushrooms and I went on a long hike and on the way back, on the way back, I got in my car and I'm driving back to Isla Vista, which is like 10 miles north. And I'm driving in, on the freeway. And there's, listen to this, there's a car in the fast lane. And it's probably going 55, too slow. And there's a car behind it that's tailgating this car that's in the fast lane. And it's tailgating and tailgating and tailgating. And I'm watching this from behind. And then this car uh, and the car in the fast lane can't move over because there's a car next to it. Right. So he's sandwiched in there. So his only option to get out of there and get, get out of the way of the guy behind him is to speed up or to slow down. But instead this guy starts to go into the lane next to him, not seeing that there's a car there to get out of the way of the guy who's tailgating. And the guy that he's turn, turning into in that lane sees him coming and jerks his steering wheel. And I see that car uh, lose control, turn on side, and start rolling down the freeway. And I just drive by. I can't stop and help anyone. I'm fucking on mushrooms. But I saw it happen before it happened. Like five seconds before it happened, I saw it happen. And, I was, and that really freaked me out. And then another time, completely sober, 15 years later, I was driving on a freeway behind a, uh, a truck that was a huge semi carrying huge sheets of glass. Bigger than four by eight, maybe eight by 12, huge pieces of glass that like look like they went into a skyscraper. And, and this in this truck's pulling on, it's, it's going probably 60 miles an hour and it's going around a bend and it's getting onto this huge bridge, like a small Golden Gate Bridge that we have in the Bay Area. It's called the uh, Carquinas Bridge. It's going northbound and I'm behind it. 
And I didn't see it this time, but I thought, oh shit, a piece of glass is going to blow off that truck and fly into the air. I better not be right here. And I, and I moved out of the lane and lo and behold, the largest piece of glass I've ever seen flying through the air, you know, eight by 12 or eight by 16, giant, huge goes flying through the air and shatters on the freeway. Truck driver didn't even notice it. And if I wouldn't have moved, if I wouldn't have like thought that before that thing would have fucking landed on my 1990 Toyota pickup truck, I'd probably be dead. So I, I just remember those two. Uh, I remember those two stories when I saw that uh, clip. I'm sure I'm sure a ton of people have those stories too. It, it, it's a weird um it's 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 weird it's weird. It's weird stuff. Uh 406, the future. Uh Clive McLaughlin, I thought I made a comment, now I don't see it. Ah. That's see, do you see what's happening here? You thought you made it, but you didn't. Hey, where'd my comment go? I didn't see him make one at all, honestly. Yeah. So you saw you you saw the future, but you didn't see the future. Or something. You saw the future, but then you didn't make the comment. Okay, action. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jimmy Carr. It's great to be with you here this evening. I'll tell you why it's great to be here. We're drinking, my friends, in the Last Chance Saloon. What I'm saying on stage tonight is barely acceptable now. In 10 years' time, fucking forget about it. You're going to be able to tell your grandchildren about seeing this show. Yeah. You will say, I saw a man and he stood on stage and he made light of serious situations. We used to call them jokes <laughs> and people would laugh. And your grandchildren will ask, they'll say, non-binary elder. <laughs> non-binary elder. What's a joke? And you'll say, you are. <laughs> well, good evening. Hey, why do English people say sar? Why, how, where do they, do you know how they put that R in there? I think Southern people might do it too. And what word? What do you so, so play this a little bit again. He's going to say the word I saw. But, oh, but, there, yeah. but there's Ladies an R. And Go ahead. There's an R in there. I'm Jimmy Carr. It's great to be with you here this evening. I'll tell you why it's great to be here. We're drinking, my friends in the Last Chance Saloon. What I'm saying on stage tonight is barely acceptable now. In 10 years' time, fucking forget about it. Forget You're going to be able to tell your grandchildren about seeing this show. Yeah. Here it comes. You'll say, I saw a man. I saw her. Uh, I saw her man. What? I, I think maybe Australian people might do that too. How come, they, how come those too. people put an R in there? How do they do that? I can't even do that. It's Sorry. like uh, when Tia says no, she'll be like, no. She throws an R in there? Yeah. Anytime there's like an like a long O or like an A-W sound, it's like an R. They always add R's between vowels. Hey, do we do any weird shit like that, like Americans? I mean, I know I don't know the difference between grenade and gurnade, but, but at least if someone points it out to me, I could, I could fix it. Perform, uh, perform. This is, yeah, Warsh. People in the South say Warsh. Yeah, it's a trip. Nah. Yeah. Uh, four, 405. Uh, this, you had, this is so true. We are, um, if, if, here's another problem with, um, Sevon, it's because of incest. Oh, shit. Okay. I'll what? buy that. I'll use that as a placeholder because, you know, they're stuck on an island and they just, hey, all those island people too, if you go there, 
like to Ireland or England or I don't remember in Iceland so much, but definitely Ireland, Ireland and England. I remember their dogs look like they've been just fucking each other's moms and dads and sisters and brothers too. Like their golden retriever does not look like ours. Like, dude, your dog's cross-eyed. It's a whole Something's lot. Wrong. Yeah, their their purebreds are not do not look right in some of those island countries. Uh, this is so true. You, this is, I, I'm guessing this is Venice Beach. This is exactly how I was brought up. This is how everyone is brought up in California. It's, it is, this is crazy now that I look at this as a 50 year old man. But this is true. This is here. This is California for you. It's bizarro world. See a person with an American flag on their shirt. <laughs> Do you form any kind of opinion about them or no? Yes, 100%. Yes, definitely. And what is that? Republican. Yeah, probably like a Trumpy. So they'd be the only ones like brave enough to wear it in public. <laughs> brave enough to wear the American flag yeah, in public? Yeah, like proud. Can you pause this? Wear Wearing an American flag on their sh- The underlying thing here is is that young pe- I could understand why young people might not be uh, for, for their flag. But the second you have fucking two brain cells together and you want a, a safe place to raise your kids – it makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. But you have to like th- th- there's this piece of a California culture where you just kind of want everything to go bad. And you're kind of like you want anarchy. It, it, and, and you can tell by the way, look at these people, the way they're dressed, the way they take care of themselves. But there's this complete hatred for anything that looks like pride or self-belief or self-love in California. It's It's completely vapid and missing here and it's all projected on this flag with these stars and stripes that people should actually like and be like yeah we're contributing to this to make a better place to live they we're just taught from a young age to hate that flag it's so bizarre to hate every to hate ourselves to feel guilty to feel bad it is it is such an unhealthy uh way that these people are raised i, I was raised like that too okay and, and here i am uh today here we go Our shirt do you do you racist yes yeah it's very racist patriotic for me i think it's like more of like a lot of people correlate it with like racism racism and stuff like that it could be someone that's super patriotic and uh usually i think that it's a little too much too too much too much i mean like america like I I would just walk away. We come from Kansas, so we we are around that a lot. <laughs> so you guys are around a lot of American flags. Yeah. When you see a person, yeah, fuck America. That that, that really They're is the Kansas. that really is the attitude here. Oh my god. It's so sad, dude. I'm sorry to say that to you as a soldier too. It's so fucking sad. I, I can't believe that people just associate it with all of those things. Like I know me me it, neither. Except I used to be like that. It's like they're. It's like the new Confederate flag. It's, it's, that's what it sounds like they're complaining it with. It's crazy. Do you remember the rapper we had on, Leakavelli? Yeah. I texted him like 10 times to see if he'd come back on, and he never responded to me. And he texted me the other day saying he has a new album coming out. Weird. So I'm excited. We'll have him back yeah. on. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah. I didn't get enough love for that show I had on. You remember his song, his one, his his big song, right? His one, his one hit. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, he had a lot of good songs, but that one song was uh, pretty amazing. It was good shit. Okay, uh, he was on like a year ago, wasn't he? It was a long time. It seems like he was one of our first guests. 
He definitely was. These here's the thing: these people don't vote. These are the pe- these people let their parents uh, uh, vote for them, like I used to, or they um, or they sell their votes. Or these people don't actually vote. They don't realize the they don't realize that if they just thought differently that it would change. Like that that's what I mean. That's another thing that makes them so dumb. And that's why it's important to know the difference between your thoughts and reality. Those people don't realize that they're the ones making the flag uh racist or they're the ones that are making it like there's no truth to it. They're just making it that way and they believe their own thoughts. They're retarded. They're not retarded, they're normal humans. They're the normal zombie crowd. Anyone, God, were any of those people sober either? Uh, Melanated, and by sober, I just mean not, those were all mentally ill people. But they can fix that. No one's going to fix that for them. There's no reason to feel sorry for them. Feeling sorry for them is is fake compassion. When you feel sorry for someone, it's because you think you're better than them. Don't forget that also. But Sevan, I saw this child dying on the side of the street, and I feel sorry for them. Choose some other word. Because when you feel sorry for them, you think you're better than them. That that is they're the, alive and they're not. Yeah, there there's some every everything everything has um every every almost everything has duality. Or feel sorry for them and then don't act on it. Don't act from the place of feeling sorry for them. Act from the place that they're your equal. Don't ever feel sorry for anyone. No one wants that. It, 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 and the people who do want that, what you're doing is, is you're falling in line of the place of their abuser. There's something else. I'll come up with it that you should that there's a different place that you should act from. You should always help people if you can, if you know what helping is. Suza, hi. I'm not suggesting that's where the mistake is. People think that libertarians or conservatives aren't compassionate or nice. They're the most compassionate, giving nicest people I've ever met. You, you, you knock on the door of some conservative person's house at six o'clock and you don't know them. I bet you they let you in nine out of 10 times more to have dinner with them than some sort of liberal who's terrified of you. Unless you're taking their guns. Yeah. Thank you. Susan, what's happening with the money supply? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I need more context. Uh, if the, the money supply went from $12 trillion to $20 trillion in the last two years floating around the United States, um, and there, it's, it's, it's increased a little bit. That's a 37% increase of the total money supply in two years. And they've been increasing the money supply, I think, if I read the article right, every year since the 1960s by some amount. And this is the first year now we're heading into months where we're actually the money supply is getting smaller. Yeah, I think we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not good, right? That's weird, right? It's uh, well, I mean, you heard the statistic like we printed more money in the last whatever it was in 2020 than had been printed in like the last 40, you know, 40 percent of all the money that was in was printed then or something right. crazy like right, that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this this article says it was 37 percent. Of the yeah. money that's in circulation was printed in the last two years. And now if they're just going to – not only are they stop printing money, but they're taking money out of the uh, circulation. Yeah, but it's also kind of weird because it's just a keystroke, right? Like it's not attached to anything, which is crazy to think about too. It's because we're trying to combat inflation. I like that word, combat. Combat. The inflation they created. <laughs> 
Hey, what what's the root of the word? Is is grenade a French word? Doesn't it look French? Grenade. Grenade. Um, Palm grenade. Everybody in the comments saying I'm alive. Why am I? Were you at work? Yeah. Oh, you forgot, didn't you? I did. I was <laughs> okay. <panicking. laughs> I, I, was I remember when I, I called you the other day and I said, "Hey, I got the uh, Livermore Pleasanton fire recruits coming into the gym from seven to seven forty. I was like, "Did you want to move the show back?" And oh yes, you I were like, that. "No, no, no, I'll start it. It's fine. You just come in whenever." And then I like go and check my phone and I see that you called right at seven and I was like, "Oh shit, he forgot." <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I didn't have my phone on me when I'm when I'm coaching that class. And so then all of a sudden I was like panicked, like trying to get over here as quick as I could. It was a I, good show. It's been a good show. I knew I should have text you. I got it this morning and I was like, I should text him a reminder and be like, hey, from 7 to 740. And then I, I, I didn't and I should have. So I apologize. We, we missed you, but it's been a good show. I said one I, of the I, words. So. Yeah, what, that, that is the, that's exactly where I was going to go, Caleb. They, um, so, you know, we have that, uh, the, there's, we have a debt ceiling in this country and we also have like a Caleb word uh, maximum. <laughs> And so I just I just took that off. I took the top off. I'm like Caleb, I'm I'm opening the door. You can now stand up and say as many words as you want today. No, I don't. Can't say anything for like the next month. Yeah, <laughs> he used his out word. You've used them all up. Uh, I, see, this is this is why you have Indian guys in the in the fucking chat. So someone with a fucking two brain cells can explain some shit to us. Okay, Devesh Maharaj. Oh no, no hammer. You're not the hammer anymore. Uh, money is always being taken out and added, but the net change is usually positive. Okay, yep, I'm with you on there. Perhaps they reduce the amount being added to the to counteract the huge influx of previous years, causing neg- yes. So that is yes, I agree. That is what's happening. I'm just wondering what the implications are going to be. I have a feeling it's gonna uh, it's gonna be really weird for some people, like all those people who they have only four hundred dollars to their name. I'm guessing shit's going to get weird for them. Did you pull up statistics on like how well, much Americans have saved? Because it's pretty bad. I, I do. I do want to, our money's worth this right now. Cause it's not backed by anything. Here's the thing. This is, this is kind of like the slavery thing. Bear with me here. It's never been backed by anything. Even when it was backed by gold, that it's still just made up. Mm-hmm. It's all just made up. Okay. So now it's not backed up by anything that like bars of soap, bars of gold, but it is there is a, um, a a relativity piece still to it. By that I mean, there's still the supply and demand factor. There's still the more money we have, the less valuable it is. So so th- there are going to be some pieces there that just work off the way the, uh, off of psychology. But I, I know what you mean. It's not backed by any like uh, tangible uh, item. By any tangible item, I hear you. Yeah. And we have some pretty good things in place that that actually protect our money that get me pretty excited. You know, like 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 the petrodollar, like that thing where basically, you know, eight. Like I was reading the other day to you guys, eighty um, percent of all uh, money that's used in international trade, regardless of what country's doing it, is the American dollar. I mean, that gives us a big, huge buffer to fuck off to you know to fool around. Yeah, I think I saw seventy percent of the hundred dollar bills are are in circulation outside the United States. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy, right? What What does yeah. this mean? Uh, Jeffrey, uh, I had a 13-minute cap. I went over by 123. Probably could have used 35s and gotten there. Oh, some workout he did. Some workout they're talking about, yeah. 
Hey, oh, go ahead. I want to ask you about a workout. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say money's such a weird and interesting thing, right? Because it does three things for us. It's a unit of exchange that could, we could move around relatively easily because I can't yep. like, exchange a house like and that. carry that with me. Okay. It's a it's a unit to store value, which that's another fancy word of also saying like storing kind of built up time for majority of us. That's what that means. Human, yeah, human energy. Human energy, sure. Yeah, okay. because like if you spend $30,000 a year and then you save $90,000, technically off your same rate there, you have saved three years where you could work. And you kind of bought in that time for yourself, right? Or so for a hundred bucks, I give to a guy, I can buy an hour of his human energy to teach my kids how to skateboard. Exactly. And then okay. you're you're taking that stored value of however you created that and exchanging it, right? So those are yeah. the two things happening. So exchange, exchange, we could exchange it. It could store value. And then it's a ledger. So it just keeps a record. <clears throat> how does it do that? I don't get that. In accounting. So each business will have an accounting. Savon makes an oh. income. Savon has expenses. We need to have a ledger of all that because now I, the government, could look at that and say, okay, what's what's going on in your business? How much do you owe the taxes and everything else? So I just a, keep my money in a ledger. drawer. That's still a ledger. He still gets to do it all of it. <laughs> at some point, you got to write down how much you had, right? Or at least think about it. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, pinup, uh, poster says a uh, great book called the value of nothing. Uh, book goes on to say time is the only valuable thing. Everything is made up. Yeah. I, I think true. that's, yeah. It's all faith backed. You talk about it all the time. Like the only reason we stop at red lights is because we're trusting the other person that they're going to stop at the red light. The only reason our money works is because I trust that someone's going to take it. And he trusts that wherever he's going to go with that money, they're going to take it as well too. And now we have an agreed upon unit of exchange. Uh, the stat that Caleb just pulled up is interesting. I remember hearing a while ago that some percentage, less than 50% of people have only a small amount, uh, in savings. I, I, I've heard it's more than 50% of the people in the United States don't have $400 to their name. Yeah, that's true. And I think there's, we've even seen, uh, savings drop. I think the number was in the trillions. It might've been like, and I'm making this up like 4 trillion. And then recently over this last year, it dropped to like 3.5 trillion in savings, which also means too, now people are reaching more than ever into their credit cards for groceries in everyday essential items. And once that happens- well, I'm using my savings. I use my savings to live on. Oh, well, I, I meant credit cards. So you're lucky I, you oh, have a I don't savings. use my credit card, but I just started using my savings uh, two months ago. So whenever we see the savings rate start to go down, we already knew it was trash. Even when the economy was great, people weren't saving- yeah. People weren't being financially responsible with their money. But then once you see that savings drop down and then the credit card usage on essentials go up, that's when we know we're in big trouble. Because that means, because what happens when you tap your savings and you got to, you got to buy groceries, a lot of people reach into their wallet, grab a credit card. Well, yeah. now that's becoming even more of an issue because how are you going to get yourself out of that debt you, it, when you don't have a savings or anything else? It's been, it's going to be bad. Like buying a credit card to buy, like, uh, what did we see the other day? Someone bought a couch. A couch, finance the couch. <laughs> that broke my heart. That broke my heart. That's crazy, dude. I was trying to think, I, there was probably a time in my life I would have done that. Now I would just not have a couch. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Great stat, Caleb. Um, American, uh, American households, American households had a median balance of 5,300 and an average balance of 41,600 in their transaction bank accounts in 2019, according to the data collected by the, what does that mean? They're saying that people have saved that much money. I, there's no, 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 no. That much money had been come, come in and out of their account transactions. So over oh. the year, it was oh. probably expenditure of 41,600. Yeah. I don't even understand. 
Caller, hi. You're going to have to explain that. What up? Hey. Devon. Hi. Yesterday's podcast was dope. Yeah, why? With Emily, dude. Tell me. Man, it brought back so many good memories of hearing Greg talk. It was just like a breath of fresh air. Oh, that's cool. Like, like she, she invoked his, um, his spirit. For sure, dude. For sure. Would you like to see her as the CEO of CrossFit? Oh man, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be a trip. How many, how how many people would start bitching and complaining on their social media page if that happened? Well, every, every, everyone's going to bitch about everything, right? (laughs) For sure. Hey, you know what I heard? You know what I heard? I heard Nicole Carroll's not the head of uh, CrossFit training anymore. Like they switched her title or they gave it to somebody else. I heard she got a promotion. I heard she got a promotion to chairman. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm, who, I'm so who's in the role now? Someone who I don't even, that's the fast. That's actually more interesting to me than what happened to Nicole. I think Nicole got a promotion. I think Nicole got promoted, promoted to a, um, an executive position, meaning that she'll stand closer to Don, meaning like if, it, it, Don Don now has her in his favorites. That's what that means. It's just like you know what I mean. Like w- there'll be dinners that certain people go to in the company, like tiers, and she's in that she gets to go to dinner with like the the second highest tier, the tier right below the board. And then board. Don is the liaison between the board and and the company, right? As the CEO, but Nicole now ha- is like sits next to Don, and they ha- keep each other's phone number and their favorites. I, I want to there. I think that I don't know what the I don't know how they're organizing or what they plan on doing there. I'm, I'm fascinated by watching it. Um, but I think she's something called like the brand director, or executive brand officer. But is that different than chief marketing officer? And is that different than a media director? Like I don't know what they're doing over there. But it's going to be. She definitely is in the last month taking a way more forward facing role in all of these videos. It's her voice. I'm seeing her picture. So, but the corporate, that's the corporate work structure, right? Everybody's a chief. Everybody's a VP. Yes. Uh, But, but they're, they're not going to do anything stupid with her. They're going to be whatever the, to move that, you know, like she's like the queen or the king on the board. They're, they're not going to move that piece without, um, being very sure or like like you know those beam you know like when you want to remodel your kitchen and there's this one beam right in the middle and you're like tell the contractor like hey take that thing out he's like i can't and you're like why it's in a horrible spot he's like because it's holding up your second and third floor you're like what (laughs) from the middle of my kitchen fuck you uh it's like that i think nicole is like one of those beams that you you need a lot of people to architects to come in and tell you before you move it like yeah she's load bearing for sure yeah yeah she's load the thank you seriously yes And so whatever they're doing there, it's, um, but here's the part I'm tripping on that department she left from is everything. I always talk about affiliates being everything. They are not everything. The whole company, um, you could abandon all the affiliates and just go back to doing training and someone could still be rich at the top of that food chain. Like CrossFit could just do seminars and they still would be the best seminars in the world. So whoever's taking that over and I've heard some names, and the names I've heard completely perplex me. The name I've heard because it's not an OG. It's mm. not. It's not. Um, it's not Chuck Carswell. It's not Todd Whitman. It's not Lisa Ray. It's not um, Curtis so Bowler. It's not Stefan Roche. Like there's these eminently capable people who've been there forever who actually um, ha- live the L1 kernel. I mean, fuck, bring Russell yeah. Berger back. But it's a guy that's only been there two and a half years and. That's a uh, or two years. That's a really bold move. You could have mutiny. 
you could why have. Do they, you, why won't they make that public? Why? I mean, why oh, maybe they that? did. Maybe they did. Maybe there's a Reddit thread. Maybe they did. I mean, they, they sent out a, a company wide uh, email. So, so oh, it's okay. it's been it's been it's been known. I, I've heard about it for like a couple months, but I heard like yesterday it was announced or something. It's just on Reddit. It's gospel, so I'll, I'll go check there. It's got to be the truth. Yeah, Sousa sent me a Reddit thread. I told him I don't like to go there. It's weird. It's a weird place. Yeah, so I, I had a Greg story. Do you remember in 2012, the CrossFit tour, when they went around to the open workouts in several different states across the U.S.? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yep. I, wait, wait. But before you, I want to read something. This is why I don't go to Reddit. Glassman <laughs> has the business. This is from Reddit. Glassman okay. has the business acumen of a rock. CrossFit succeeded in spite of his ownership, not because of it. And it has 12 likes. Now, imagine a guy writing a journal in, in a coffee mom's. shop with no car, only a bicycle, putting it online at the just as the internet's actually becoming something, um, launching a blog, posting to it every single day, and it becoming the fastest growing business in the planet, in the history of the planet, faster than Starbucks and uh, Subway combined. It spread to uh, all seven continents, including Antarctica, to uh, 15,000 locations. And people say he has the business acumen of a rock. How, <laughs> how, how am I supposed to? And 12 people uh, liked it. How am I like, let's say, let's say Greg's snuffleupagus. Let's say he's a complete retard. Let's say you still can't say that about him. There's like a mountain of predictable evidence. Like this yeah. person who wrote this is probably wearing a mask when they wrote this. <laughs> like there's so For much sure. evidence against you that that's true. How am I ever yeah. supposed to believe anything on this? Side? And the guy's icon looks like he, um he jerks off to anime. I apologize if any of you do <laughs> yeah. that, but you're Avatar. stupid. You are the you. Uh, yeah. Caleb sometimes gets a little frustrated that I love all the kinds of boobs, but if you jerk off to anime, <laughs> you are a complete douche. We're pretty sure my neighbor does that. Um, uh, I'm not even in the nice. same world as you. Nice. Pull that. Pull that up, Caleb, for um, the listeners, so they know what we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I mean, it's so just, it's just complete. I, I hate Hiller for the rest. Today's National I Hate Hiller Day for sending that to me, February seventh, two thousand twenty-three. How dare you send me something on fucking Reddit? Makes me hate humanity. <laughs> I can't believe he goes on there as much as he does. It's a I, weird place. It's a uh, weird place. It's a I mean, cesspool. Like, dude, it doesn't. Even if what they said is true, you can't say it. No, black people are actually not black. Do you know that because the the way the light spectrum works is it only reflects the opposite of what you're seeing. So they're white and white people are actually black. Okay, Reddit. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. We're all enlightened now. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. So so uh, in 2012, Greg was. Uh, I love Hiller, by with, the way. I love Hiller. Okay. Last yeah, time. He's a good dude. He's you. Good yeah, yeah, I'm just, Sorry, you're good. You're good. In 2012, uh, Greg was chatting to, you know, just local athletes, affiliates, what have you, and was was given the spiel. And of course, we drink the Kool-Aid. We didn't need the spiel. But there was a lady that spoke up. Uh, she was a PE teacher at elementary school. And she was what like, what state was this? How do what I? state was this, brother? We were in we were in Texas, Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. And a, and a lady wrote, raised her hand at the end and was like, hey, I'm a, I'm a PE teacher at elementary school. How can I get involved? How can I start feeding this? How can I teach this? How can I get teachers on board? And feed into our, our youth and Greg right there on the spot said, well, uh, come talk to me afterwards and I'll put you through a level one for free and I'll give you all the information you need to get this started in your school. And I was like, dude, dude, 
what a guy. I mean, just to give that, give that to her, you know, she's like, really, really, you'll do that. And he's like, well, of course, why wouldn't I? Anyways, just wanted bro, to tag on to what Emily was saying yesterday. Bro, I would be with Greg. He would be working all fucking day. He had this little apartment building in, in uh, San Luis Obispo and we would go there and he'd be working all day on the fucking whiteboard and this motherfucker wouldn't eat. He'd just be drinking black iced teas, writing like articles and doing shit. And it's like six o'clock at night. And I'm like, dude, I got to go out and eat. Like we got to walk into town and eat. And he's like, okay, fine. So we, he's cause he's just a fucking maniacal workaholic, like worse than me. So we go out into town and we're standing in front of a fucking hamburger place. And I'm like going to fucking die. I'm so hungry. I'm starting to salivate like a dog. And he starts up a fucking conversation with a fucking homeless guy out front that lasts 45 <laughs> fucking minutes. Oh my God. I think the fucking hamburger wow. place closed while he's talking to the guy. He gives the guy 50 bucks and tells the guy he better buy a fucking sleeping bag and not more drugs. So we have to go to another fucking hamburger place, another three blocks away. This is that fucking guy. I'm telling you, wow. what Emily said he's generous to a fault is 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 beyond true. I believe it. Yeah, it was. I believe and I have to, a thousand stories like that. I'm like, dude, yeah. can we save the homeless yeah. guy tomorrow? Yeah, it was. Let's dope. get a, let, Can we go in and buy him a hamburger? Can we get hamburgers and come outside and eat them with him? Anything, <laughs> dude. Sequencing matters. Yeah, sequencing yeah, matters. sequencing. <laughs> fuck greg <laughs> but but to say that has no business acumen is just like last last question hey last and, question. And, and rich froning knows nothing about fitness um because yeah, he just is, does crossfit just wins the crossfit games he, but he's when it yeah. comes to fitness he's a fucking rock <laughs> yeah never heard never heard of her yeah caleb <laughs> I, uh how uh how weird was it pooping alone when she got home dude. <laughs> great question best question of the show i honestly i still leave the door open <laughs> yeah uh honey i'm gonna need you to just stand outside the door and make grunting sounds or else uh i won't have the pod pavlovian response to shit oh my gosh that's such a good answer <laughs> i still leave the door he's easing into it you gotta leave the door open Takes some time plays a video on his phone so there's other noise but yeah white noise it's a white noise <laughs> Glassman exiting without a fight is slowly paying off. His supporters are standing tall and promoting his message. It all circles back around. I feel like, you know, the pendulum swings the other way. Hey, they're doing a, this is a last ditch effort. What they're doing now. Now they're so smart. What they're doing at CrossFit Inc is they're going to circle back around and they're going to pump his message so fucking hard. And they're going to, it looks like they're going to have Nicole do it and be like the new mouthpiece. If th this is, this is the only hope. Hey, well, I'm kind of bummed that they found it so fast. I wanted to see it take more, more, more cannon fire before. This is the only hope. We need more content. It, it will, ne yeah, it, it, or else it's going to turn into fucking curves. Is Nicole's new title general manager of education, or was that her old title? Uh, uh, they they did was, so much stupid stuff under Rosa. They changed all the names of the departments, like thinking like it would clean like the toxic environment, but. Um, <laughs> But it used all I know is it used to be called training. Then I started hearing people call it EDU education. Okay. So are you looking on the site to see if there's any? Oh well, I couldn't find anything on the site, but I'm on LinkedIn. I don't. I don't know. She doesn't seem like incredibly active on LinkedIn, but it has general manager of education crossfitting. Um, Seven. What did you mean by people only have four hundred dollars to their name? Meaning, if your car broke, like like I got flat tire the other day, and I had to change all four of my tires, and it was fifteen hundred bucks. And then six months later, I got another flat tire and you had to change all four tires again because I have these special like any any time flat tires or something. And it cost me another 1500 bucks. And it, although I cried openly and dropped to one knee and looked up to the heavens, I was able to pay for it cash without using my credit card. Well, I used my credit card, but I just paid it off. 
I'm saying most people I don't think can do that. No, yeah, you're right. I think that was a statistic is like $400 is the max that people have their name. And if you guys like Dave Ramsey, he's like the personal finance guru. He basically- Is that the black guy? No. Who's the black guy? I read the black guy's book. I thought it was Dave Ramsey. The Um, black Christian guy. Chris Hogan? Like, maybe. Millionaire Next Door or whatever Oh, yeah, yeah. Was he Dave Dave Ramsey uh, disciple? He was, and then he got caught having an affair. With somebody else, <laughs> I read his book and I really liked it. And uh, so they, they went their separate ways. Why does it have to be the black guy as an affair, Susa? Why? It's Why? not. I mean, I just uh, well, he was the best looking dude there, so it was only obvious. Why but, is um, melanated guy? Why do you got to be like that? I Reese? think when they find stuff out there, they they cut that pretty quick out of that uh, organization. You can't be rich and fucking people. <laughs> but Dave Ramsey always says the first the first place to start is your thousand dollar emergency fund savings. Like before you. Even, Start to tackle your debt. You gotta save a thousand dollars. Just put it aside, and and make that number happen. So that way you have a little bit of breathing room if something comes up in terms of an emergency. And even now, like you think about a thousand dollars. You said how much was were your tires? Twelve hundred each pop. Uh, fifteen hundred for all for all four tires. Yeah, so fifteen hundred. So it wouldn't even. Which, I mean, the thousand dollars. Which bro, which hurt me the first time, but two times in six months, like broke my fucking like. Yeah. H- broke my heart. Hey, do you do that thing? Hey, my you- kids just broke a TV in the house. This oh, TV, okay. I'm gonna make a video on it. I have a TV in their playroom. It's I have a TV and a chandelier in their p- playroom. How stupid am I? Oh, here's the love, and I'll t- come back to this slide in a minute. I have a TV and a chandelier in their jujitsu room, and I knew. That it's only a matter of time before they both break. And now the kids are six. They've been, we've lived in this house six years. The chandelier's never broken. And after six years, um, they are like, hey, the TV's broken. And I'm like, how did it happen? They're like, we're not really sure. I'm like, what do you mean you're not really sure? They're like, well, I threw a hot wheel at it. I'm like, you're only supposed to throw <laughs> stuff towards that wall. They're like, here's the problem. They're like, they're fucking detectives. They're like, all three of them are surrounding me. Here's the problem. I'm like, yeah, tell me. They're like, when the hot wheel hit the TV, it hit it in the center, but the cracks down in the bottom corner. So we're pretty sure it's not the hot wheel. I'm like, you jackasses. That checks out. <laughs> yeah. That checks out. A hot wheel. According hot to- wheel hit the TV, but it was in a different spot than the crack is. Like, you saw where it happened. Like, you were in the Matrix. <laughs> it just happened. And we have to walk in here and see it. I don't know. Hey, so, so I went to buy a TV on Amazon. Do you know how cheap a TV is? I bought a 50-inch TV for like $329. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's expensive, but it's like whole. I thought I was like I thought they'd never have a TV again. You go to Sam's Club and get like a seventy-two inch one for like a grand. Yeah, awesome. It's insane. I'm taking the TV out of my garage. It's a forty-two incher and putting it in their room, and then when the fifty incher comes, I'm putting it in the garage. There you go. A little yeah. swoop around. Yeah. I'm wondering. Courtney says, uh, "Love Dave Ramsey. He's so out of touch. He has some good principles, but some of his advice is garbage." I'm curious to think uh, what what. What exactly do you think is a uh, garbage from his? Did we lose device? the caller? We just ditched the caller. No, he hung up after he made his oh, statement. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, caller. I um, think some people are hung up on his like college, uh, like paying for college stuff. They're like, "What the hell do you want me to do?" Like, oh yeah, those people are tennis. those people are bitches. Grace and I paid for her master's degree cash. You know what you do? You fucking don't spend your money on anything else but that, and you buy it cash. And the Join big the military. Thing, in the or join or join the military, and there's lots of grants and different things out there that people could like apply for if you're really like resourceful and figuring it out. But most people, especially this younger generation, <laughs> thinks that like they don't need to work itch, while they I go itch. to college. I itch. <laughs> That's your scratch post. 
Jethro uh, Cardona, you have TVs in your kids' rooms. No, I have this uh, pr pretty crazy, amazing layout of my house. I have a, I have a big room here that's like the adult room. I mean, that they're in, but no toys are allowed in. And then I have like my little office and in, 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 in UFC fights and the guests and all in one big room. Then I have a kitchen attached to it that's wide open. And then attached to the other end of the kitchen is another big room. And you can see back and forth through the two. And that other big room also has a TV, a smaller TV. And the whole floor in there is covered with jujitsu mats. And it's got shelves and and you and, and tr the little trampoline thing on the wall. And basically, it's just it's a, just a, a, a thick, it's their kids' room. There's where all their toys and where they take all their jujitsu and striking classes that are privates. And they just do shit in there. And that opens up to a garage gym, which is crazy dope for kids too. And then that opens up into a backyard that, goes with the hundred fruit trees and a big old rig and all that. So that TV is in the, no, they don't have TVs in their room, but I, but I have TVs in all the other rooms, my bedroom, the living room, uh, their playroom and the garage. And it's most, it, I'm, I'm ho the, we only allow the TV on, on Friday and Saturday nights after the, uh, sun has gone down. Um, but I'm hoping that someday I'll just walk in there and the boys will have YouTube videos on uh, practicing jujitsu moves. And I think we're very close to that. So there, there's that. Uh, can we, I want to see if we can get what time I want to see if we can get through a shitload of these starting from the top. This, I want to just start erasing these. So do you see, it says pole vault. Could we play that pole vault? <laughs> Note here to take my kids roller skating. I'm erasing that. I need to go rollers. I told my kids if they went roller skating like once a week, five weeks, I'd buy them all roller skates. Fruit booters. I think we've shown this before, but this anything with a pole vault's good, right? Definitely. Okay, we're shine. Here we go. I don't think there's any audio. This is one of these things where it breaks. I cannot believe it. who came up with this idea. This is amazing. Didn't they do it to like try to get over <laughs> walls in like ancient Rome or something? Like breach castles. <laughs> yeah, this part right here is the crazy part. Yeah, so much of his body is below the pole. No, 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 no. Yes, it's gonna. <sighs> oh, uh oh, uh oh. I don't like. I hope he's gonna time going. this. I don't oh, like no. that pole's going. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh it worked. Wow, okay. that's incredible. I watched one the other day where it like literally just fucking skewered him up the butthole. I saw that. I uh, saw one the other day too. Beautiful. This is really remarkable. Psychology, evolution, science, author of the ape that understood the universe. Yeah. Uh, unrelated. Okay. Yeah. This is, um, so basically he's pushed. Why not use a longer pull? Is there, is there a limit probably to how long your pull can be? Yeah. There's probably a regulation. I, I don't think, I think, there are different lengths of poles, but I'm not sure. I think you. It also matters how much you're will you can carry. Like you can actually like handle the pole at a certain amount, at a certain length. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, James, so here's why would you replace all four tires in six months? I would fly to California, change your flat for fifteen hundred. Here's the thing. I'll give you the 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 my answer, and then I'll give you the real answer. There, the tires are called anytime flats or something like that i can't remember and basically if Run you get flat. a flat tire i can still like I, you don't even know when you get a flat tire in this car i can still go 70 miles an hour for a 
for a hundred miles. You don't even know. That's what's it's, they're kind of cool tires. And I and I got those tires because I uh, justified it because I have kids in the car and if I break down somewhere, I want to be able just to go somewhere. It's but the truth is, I probably get those tires because I'm too much of a pussy to and I don't know how to change a tire myself. I'm not even like a real man. I'm like it's a sixty yard line of a man, and. Um, they, I take my car to get it worked on at the Toyota dealership. So I believe all the bullshit they tell me. So when they tell me, Hey, you can't replace just one of these tires. Cause they're special anytime flat tires. I grab my ankles and lube up my asshole and let the guy just <laughs> drill me. Oh, and so I, so you choose which story, like I want to defend it and be like, no, it has to be that way. It's those special tires and blah, 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 blah. But the truth is, is that I'm a bitch that doesn't know how to change a tire. So I get these really expensive tires and then they have me by the balls and they say, these are the kind of tires where you can't just replace one. Oh man, I was gonna bail you out of there and be like, "Oh, the the wife and kids—they drive around a lot without you, and you don't want any issues with." Uh, you no, know, I'm the van guy. I don't even like my wife driving the van. My wife has a four, like the forerunners. Every time my wife, my wife thinks she'll say to me like yesterday, she's like, "I'm gonna take the forerunner. Is that okay?" I'm like, Pff. "No, you're not taking the van." Yeah, I'm the van guy. <laughs> oh, D- uh, Devesh Maharaj, uh, fifteen hundred for four run flats is is cheap. Oh, good. Okay, good. No shit. Good to know. Some people are paying like 300 bucks for just like one normal tire. Uh, tire changing should be required in high school. And you know what's funny about that too, Jethro, that you say that is I've, I've seen like someone with their tire flat on the side of the road and stopped and then gotten out and changed it for them. But, but I'm scared to change my own, but I've actually changed other people's. It's weird. Like all of a sudden I'm like, man up, get all puffy chested. I got this. Start, yeah, start, make- that, that, that thing, what's that thing? The tire iron, that thing looks like a cross. I'm like, yeah, I got that. You got the, you got the lug, you got the lug, lug lock for this. Lug nuts. Check, check, check your ashtray. I don't even have ashtrays. <laughs> He's throwing a, you throwing a fat dip or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Kids, stay in the car. I'm going to be out here with your mom for a few minutes. Joe's <laughs> lug nuts. Oh, shit. Uh, what, I, what chain brand has the most minority business owners? I don't know why I have that. I bet you it's like Kumon. Chick Fil A. What is it? No, Chick Fil A is owned by white people. Oh, you mean like minority? I just have that in my notes. I would just as a question: What chain brand? Like, like what? Like, like a franchise? It, yeah, I bet. I bet you it's buy. like Asian people own the most Kumons. And Express. Racist. I can't tell if you're looking up any facts in front of you, Caleb. No, <laughs> you're just like oh, shooting in the oh. dark over there. Because <laughs> he was like, could tell he looked at his computer. He's like, Panda Express. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting fact. Let's go. Um, oh, Brandon, that's racist. 7 Eleven, Subway. Oh, 7 Eleven. Okay. Uh, I'll change your tires and oil and windshield wipers and fill up all your fluids for you. Thank you. That's awesome. Miss Redow fill my fluids okay uh this one is called two weeks before floyd 19 the bat uh, my favorite part that is the way she explained the floyd 19 i mean i feel like i've explained it a hundred times but i feel like she was really concise and succinct and she was once she did it like one percent better than i've ever done it yeah that was such a great episode yesterday you don't have to agree with that so so this is this is a I, I just what I don't know why I have this in my notes. I don't even really want to talk about it, but I'm going to because I'm going to erase it. But this is Corey from uh, a Batcave CrossFit. Uh, basically, he was in jail. He opened a CrossFit gym. Um, I'm hearing he's not affiliated anymore. I didn't even mean to say that, but I, I need to call him and ask him if that's true. But basically, uh, the irony was is this guy was on the CrossFit podcast two weeks before Greg got uh, the the cancel crowd came after him and. This is just a guy that Greg helped who was in jail 
and uh, got him an L1 and affiliated. My wife did it, but with Greg's blessing, um, obviously. And uh, no, I'm, no, for, it wasn't convenient to mention that he's melanated. Uh, ego instead of what's best for the company. Oh, what's this YouTube video? We're just cruising now. I need to call Corey. I actually text him up uh, a couple months ago. I want to find out if it's true if he de-affiliated. He was on our show too, wasn't he? Probably. He, he was on this podcast, I think, twice. I can't. Uh, ego instead of what's best. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that that's my video. They should have shown this. They're stupid. Have you seen the Spanish version? No, there's a Spanish version? Mm-hmm. Hey, I think this is equally as good to anything Nicole's put out, and this is, we made in three minutes for 87 cents. But it's exactly what it's exactly what we were talking to Javier Jaime about. Mm-hmm. Okay, the best thing you can do is just get a CrossFit gym membership. Uh, every school should have a transgender. Oh, that's cool. Number one. Fair enough. I'd love to cruise through these. Uh, Sevon, um, Seth Gruber uh, said your name wrong the whole time. I have no idea how you didn't correct him. No, someone someone called in and corrected him halfway through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is Michigan's uh this is the state of Michigan. By the way, Michigan, California, and Illinois, um, the states that have the most people um leaving. Drag uh, queens, not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun, drag queens are entertainment. Um, and you know what I'll say that was totally not poll tested? I say this a drag queen for every school. That, that is what would be fun for kids and lift them up when they are having emotional issues. Yeah, when a kid's having a bad day, let's just send them to the office and have a drag queen spread eagle in front of them. All kids should be exposed to fishnets and a nutsack. So I think people need to stop voting blue, you know? I think that might be a good idea because these people are getting real crazy. Let me say this. Drag everyone here understands what a drag queen is yes it's a it's a man that's confused about his sexuality the strongest force on planet earth is a man's sexuality if you retard or pervert or try to manipulate a man's sexuality you will get some very weird and hurtful things even a super duper healthy man can do some of the most outrageous things with his sexuality. It is an uncontrolled, unmitigated, uh, or, or when this force is uncontrolled or unmitigated or not given direction or allowed to uh, do whatever it wants, or if it's distorted by some sort of trauma that happens to his child, it can wreak havoc on everyone and everything. These, these movies where you see like the kid fucking a pillowcase or a cantaloupe and we all laugh at them like these band camp movies and stuff. This shit actually has things that are so fucking bad that happen to people every day. While this show is going on, there's tons of kids and people out there being tormented by men whose sexuality um, is fucked up. And the and, and drag queens are a, are a manifestation of that fucked up sexuality. Like something happened that knocked it off of course and it's starting to go into the danger zone. That's okay if it's in a bar and you fucking sequester it or a prison or on Mars where it's not okay is in schools <laughs> around kids. 
you were you were just if if why don't you just take a blow dryer and plug it in and fill your bathtub up and get in your bathtub and then hold the blow dryer underwater and see if you live that's the same that's that's what you're doing that's what you're doing by allowing drag queens to be some sort of fucking counselor at a fucking uh, junior high. There's there's no there's no there's no drag queen out there who doesn't have some molestation story, whether they were molested or they molested someone. There isn't one. Show it to me. Show me the homeless twenty five year old male who's either not Jesus Christ or a drug addict. These are just facts, guys. This is a fucking governor, Michigan's Democratic. Oh, this is the attorney general of a state. She sat, she talked. You can tell something's happened to her. Do you hear how high pitched her voice is and how fake her voice is? That's, that's because something has happened to her and kind of got her stuck in that. That's always a giveaway when someone has a weird voice like that. Something has happened to them. And this this is unbelievable. You're concerned about the mental illness of the people on the streets. This is the attorney general, the state of Michigan. There's a little silver lining to all that craziness in the schools. Oh, thank you, Susa. Please tell us. Thank you. Drag kings are normally really happy. No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't gonna try to, I wasn't gonna try <laughs> yes. to defend that. <laughs> but what I was Thank gonna you. say is is at least the the craziness is coming to the surface, which is gonna allow that system to slowly break down like we're seeing now. Which Good. will You're change more homeschooling. Yeah, homeschooling more is exploding. Homeschooling, yeah. more private schools, more people that wouldn't have necessarily got involved in education are now standing up and being like, fuck this, we need to start our own system. And to be honest, too, the progressive agenda has such a, a lock hold over that school system. I yes. mean Think about it. We, I was just talking to one of the youth, the kids from the youth strength pro- program last night. He's in seventh grade and he goes, yeah, one of the coaches, my dad won't let me play over there. I want to play football. I won't let me go to this high school because we know the coach is really bad. And I said, what does that mean? Really bad. And he goes, well, he cusses at the kids. He grabbed a kid by his head one time and yanked him down by his face mask and everything else. And I go, parents don't complain about that. And they go, they do. And he goes, and my uncle's actually a principal of another school, not the same school. And he said, the problem is, is that the school district is actually in charge of uh, firing or hiring those those teachers and are making the final call on that. And since it's really hard to be fired in one of those uh, teacher unions, like, I mean, you got to do some crazy shit for them to actually fire you to have repercussion or being held accountable right. for your actions. Um, even at his level, you could see that they're being protected by that bureaucratic system of the school district. So the only way you're going to you're, you're never going to change that. It's only going to go further and further down Looney Tuneville. You're just going to have to create and start something new. God, I would so rather have a teacher that hits kids than some of this shit that we have today. But that's a slippery slope, right? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you I, can't get I, grew much power. With, I grew up with teachers that hit kids. Yeah, you can't go And really what everybody needs is just accountability. Never women. It was always men teachers, by the way. We, and what we need is a, is accountability, right? You don't necessarily like hitting, I guess, could be one form of accountability. I don't think we should yield that power to our teachers because, frankly, people aren't even smart enough to save a dollar, let alone be responsible to, to discipline your kids physically. I don't believe that people have that line of intelligence or could process thought enough to, for me to trust another person to do that with inside the current school system. But we do need to be able to have some control and, and look into some things, investigate stuff, and then fire the appropriate teachers that need to be fired. Some old drunk guy the other day rode, was riding his bike 
um, down the, the, the beach boardwalk where, where we go. And this section of the beach boardwalk, there's a bike lane and there's a walking path, but, but this particular section that's a mile long, it's completely blurred. Like nobody follows those rules and it doesn't even say bike and pedestrian. You just know because of the different colors of the paths, but it's not written anywhere. Right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And, and so it's not written anywhere that one's bike and one's walking. It's just kind of just known, but no one follows the rules there. And understandably, so there's just too many people walking there for there to be a bike path. If you're a biker there, you just got to be cool. It's just one of those things where you just have to be cool. If you're a biker, there's just too many. And this guy rides by on a bike. It's, it, it, it's, it's raining. There's no one out. It's just me and my, my kids. It's usually crowded. And this guy rides by on the bike and he's drunk. And he says, he, he tell he he has to slam on his brakes because one of my kids runs out into the bike lane and he says he yelled at my kids. He said, Hey, are you guys not paying attention? And he's like, all slurring shit. And I just let I didn't even get defensive at all. I was like, my my wife and the other mom who was with us was getting a little defensive. I'm like, nah, it's cool. Like, I mean, he wasn't physically threatening at all. He was old as shit. You know, he's yeah, he's probably yeah, my yeah, age, yeah. but looked like he was 30 years older. He was drunk, looked like we had 102 pounds. He wasn't within five feet of the kids when he's yelling at him. But like, you guys aren't paying attention. And just and I was just like, yeah, take that, little fuckers. Probably a better lesson from coming from that guy because it scared him. It took him off guard than it would have been from you. Yes, right? Like yes. you'd have been like, guys, you're not paying attention. They're like, oh, on to the next right. one. But when that happens from another adult, they're like, oh, crap. Like, but if he would have gotten physical, you're right. I would have had to. I and that's the fine line, him. right? So right. if he said, hey, are you guys paying attention? Or if he said, hey, you little fucks. Yeah. He got off his bike and stepped towards him. Yeah. And then it's a completely different scenario. Right. And so it's like you have to trust the individual to make that call on that line. Uh, Travis Smith, uh, seven, weren't you homeless at 25? I was homeless at 25. And, and when I was homeless, the reason why I became homeless is I wanted to see what it was like to live uh, the ascetic lifestyle. I wanted to see what it would be like to just have nothing. And I was the, it was just in, in, in my five years or whatever, seven years of being um, homeless. I don't remember ever, except one other guy, a guy named Raymond. Uh, it was, I don't remember one other person who wasn't a drug addict besides me and him. Not one of thousands, not one. Even, even, even the kids who kind of had it together, mostly the people who were homeless were much older than me. I was 25. They were usually like 35 or older, but even when I would come across other homeless kids, like these hippie types who would like live in vans and travel around like in a stolen UPS truck or something, all of them were drug addicts. They were so into fucking hardcore hallucinogenics and shit. So yeah, I was, I was pretending to be Jesus or the Buddha and yeah, every, every single, every single one was, uh, fucked up. Uh, so someone just, uh, text, Oh, this is good. I've never gotten a text during a show on the, on the calling line. That was like a sharp, beep that was different than the normal text beep uh this is from michigan i love this date but it's getting harder every day with people in political power like you just show um it's from a 63 year old crossfitter and thank you great show Savan. keep the real talk thank you armenian jesus yeah that was trying I, to be the armenian jesus That's i think with all the resources that we have in the u.s if you're not a drug addict you can't be homeless for very long unless it's by choice Say that again. If with all the resources and abundance we have in America, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could be homeless for very long if you're not on drugs 
unless it's a choice. Oh, right, right. Meaning eventually, yeah, yeah. And you know what ended up happening is that that is what happened. I kept walking by this place over and over and over, this home for disabled adults. And one day after walking by there every day for two years, barefoot, I just walked in and got a job application. Yeah, exactly. Next thing I know, I had money and I had a motorhome. Yeah, I didn't even try. Next thing I know, I just like shit. Like I, if yeah, you, you're right. If you took somebody. There's such an abundance. Wow, that's a crazy thing you're saying. I'm just starting to get it. Yeah. If you're not a fucking drug addict, Wow. You'll solve that's, that. That's crazy. That's true, Susan. That I bet you most people can't even get their head wrapped around it. That is absolutely true. There's such an abundance here that it will rain fucking a TV set on your fucking head, a carpet, a couch, and some shelter if you're just not a piece of shit. If you're not, if you're a not a th- crook. If you're not a crook. Yep. The you universe go- will conspire and get you indoors. I, 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 um, I know it sounds crazy to most uh, nincompoops, but I'm telling you, it's, uh, I, I, I think Susan's onto something. Because, it, like, think about how quickly you could go to one of those donations. Oh, shit. Someone just sent me another text on this phone and says, you should have never mentioned you get texts on this phone. Great show. Now they're going to pour in. Fuck me. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Susa. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying, if you really think about it for a second, like, you could go down to, especially in California, so let's say the Bay Area specifically, they have all those, like, donation drop box things, or you could go down to the Salvation Army, and you could probably find something either free or cheap that would give you respectable clothing enough to where you could go into a place to get a job. Right. And let's just say you just start going down to the local commercial shopping center. And you mean to tell me that if you presented yourself in a somewhat decent manner and went into every single one of those shops and then grabbed application, returned it back in by the end of that fucking day, I bet you, you would have an interview. That's like, that's how abundant uh, the United States is. You know, what's funny is I did apply for a job at the video store and I went for like three interviews and I didn't get it. I mean, Bummer. I was, I mean, I was homeless. I did all the interviews barefoot and shit, but might've been a red flag for some three interviews. I <laughs> uh, get off the bench and get in the game, join us in the classroom and make, and then make assumptions about teachers and schools. You have no clue what we actually have to deal with at times. Oh dude. I, if, if you're talking to me, I apologize. I ever say anything. I know teachers have it horrible. If you talk to me, I kids, don't apologize. The kids, kids, um, the kids that they send you are atrocious, atrocious. What is the rule? Who has daughters? Why do you guys let your daughters go to school wearing some of the shit they're wearing? I cannot fucking believe what I see around my house. Uh, number, no, uh, I can only imagine how how uh, cantankerous the kids are. Uh, number, did you know that sixty five percent of the Food and Drug Administration budget in two thousand sixteen was paid by user fees from pharma companies? So you guys hear this word all the time, regu- this phrase, regulatory capture. What that means is, is when a business has captured, they own the regulatory process, and so that's what that's what's happened to our drugs. Do not think differently. There's no exceptions. There's nothing. Pharma owns the 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 um um the FDA. They own it. They own it. They've captured it. They pay for it. It's their people. They own it. The whole process. Everything, yes. And nine of at least 10 FDA commissioners for the FDA went on to land big jobs at major pharma companies. The European equivalent is the EMA. It has 89% of its budget paid by pharma companies. It's, it's, it's all a smokescreen. It's all a joke. It's all it's it's putting um uh it's putting it's putting Fox in charge of the um uh hen house. Is that is that the term? Yep. Uh the medicines regulatory agency is eighty-six percent uh funded by pharma. 
And it's these agency and it's these agencies who are supposed to be trusted and are working with social platforms and guiding them in combating misinformation. So the FDA, which is owned by Pfizer, is getting is the official mouthpiece for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I mean, you see, it's just absolutely yeah. These fucking idiots. These people are owned by the Chinese. That's why Trump didn't want to um, be in bed with these jackasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a joke. That was the link there, uh, Caleb? Yeah, that was the link. Uh, number three, what is sexual harassment? Oh, by the way, some of this stuff is so old. These are things that have been on my list for probably a year. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> oh, shit. Come on, guys. Come on. You guys got to chill with the text. Don't yeah, stop texting me. They'll probably start doing just to hear the beep 30 seconds later on YouTube. <laughs> Leah Thomas, who was a male. This is uh, Huckabee. He's a trip. Um Multi-record, four-time SEC championship gold medal college swimmer who tied for fifth at the NCAA Women's Championship against trans swimmer Leah Thomas. Okay, here we go. Who was a male and competed, was a mediocre swimmer. I mean, I'm not being unkind, but he was like ranked 432nd or something. But he then transitions and says he's a woman. He's still physically a man, but says he's a woman. And now he's like top ranked. Right. Um, Yeah, so this is someone who's gone from 400th, 500th ranking in the nation as a male to a national champion um, as a female. The fastest collegiate female in all of the country, beating out Olympians and American record holders and people who have accomplished things that no other American female has after just one year. Um, And in an interview Thomas did, Thomas blamed this on being able to compete happy. Um, (laughs) I can promise you, you don't jump that much in the rankings from being happy. That's um, it's, an interesting. It's, what a yeah. great perspective. Now, it also means that he insisted that he go into the women's locker room and he dress with all the women swimmers, right? Right. Yeah. This, that's exactly what that is. And that's the reaction that my parents had. I would think. Um, my husband has. He yeah. doesn't want me changing in a locker room with someone who has full male parts, yeah. uh, who still is attracted to females. How uncomfortable. Um, five years ago, this would have been some form of sexual harassment or sexual assault, a male exposing themselves to a female and watching a female as they undress. But now this is something we're celebrating and we're encouraging. Leah Thomas. I want to tell you something, by the way, when Democrats see this, this these are their uh, three responses. Um, they say it's not true. They'll turn it off right away because they can't handle it. That's the real that's the most common response. Uh, they just because uh, they want they, it, it just it's it's in, they don't agree with it, but they're still Democrats. They don't re- they don't want, they'll take no ownership for it. That's like ninety percent of them. Those are Harmful the ones that language. hate the flag and all that. You know those people, right, Souza? Like you can't even bring this up at dinner. It's it's just, hurtful language. It's harmful language, and they don't want a part of the discussion. Like we'll yeah, even, yeah, yeah. Even though they would never allow it, they would freak out if it came into their neighborhood. It's this, it's the same people that like the melanated people. They have the Black Lives Matter sign as long like like Steph Curry, as long as it's not in my neighborhood. And but then the the third thing is is um they they somehow justify it, but the justifying it crowd. And the it's not true crowd are very small. The vast majority, I'd say it's like I'm going to just say 90 percent. They just they won't even listen to this. They're like the people who are like vegan or carnivore who just refuse to listen to the other side. And uh, th- that's the vast majority of Democrats. That's how I was raised. Like just you're not not even allowed to bring it up. No, we won't have the discussion. 
That's crazy, right? Because like, how it's you... crazy. It's crazy. <clears throat> I always tell, like, I've been trying they're to letting really dudes hit. in the girls' locker room, and they're he was fucking, hitting on, and the girls he are getting raped, him. and then fucking they're moving the boy to a different school, and he's raping another girl. Like, I'm not making this up. This happened in high school. Yeah, it's fucking insane. I want to have that dad on. See if that one makes me cry. Oh, guaranteed. That's awful. Okay, number five. This is what happened. <clears throat> what a bizarro world. Colleges. These are big colleges allowing this. Yeah, it's violence. It is violence. Uh, the phrase, we're in this together, 15 days to flatten the curve. Uh, were phrases used by government to love bomb future fake us and were manipulation to get us to comply. And if we didn't, they went straight to devaluing us as any abusive relationship would. Yeah. Uh, now the devaluing stage is where it gets rough. The abuser will get ahead of you on their false narrative and make other people think you're crazy. They will smear you and try to censor you and triangulate with you. Uh, there are other victims who still believe them that you are the dangerous one. Wow. So this is she's describing uh, the abusive relationship that um, so many of our friends have had with the with the government. The government's just fucking got them completely bamboozled. The more you protest, the crazier you look, which fits their narrative. The more you try to point out their lies, the more unhinged you look. The current victim is brainwashed just as you once were and couldn't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. Now all you can do is move on. Hmm. The brainwashing, i.e. love bombing for trusting our government, goes back to early childhood and elementary school. This is where the bulk of our programming takes place and why it's so hard for people to wake up to the fact that their government is a cold-hearted killer. I don't know if that's true, but it can't hurt to uh, to postulate that, to give that a good, good spin around the brain. I found out that people who've experienced this type of abuse in personal relationships, as I have, wake up to the fact sooner uh that not everyone you trust should be trusted and that the most dangerous of people to you may be standing right next to you telling you to trust them. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. And just like anyone inside of an abusive relationship, people will make excuses, rationalizations. Oh, but we didn't know. We didn't have all the information. I thought it was okay to force kids to take drugs. Rationalizations and perform exorbitant mental gymnastics to protect the lie the abuser has them in. They are just not willing yet to walk through the door of truth because uh, if they do, it's painful. Hey, I just heard a story from someone very close to me. This really sucked. And someone, uh, uh, a friend of theirs died. And they blamed it on um, COVID when it was clearly the injection. And and they somehow got it twisted. It's Hopefully I can tell you guys the whole story. It's someone pretty close to me and I, I've been told to keep it on the down low. It means a loss of innocence, a loss of all you believe to be true. Yeah, that happened to me. Yep. I wouldn't say it was a loss of innocence. I got my innocence back when I re relieved everything I thought to be true. It just took a while. It was scary. A loss of security of family and friends. True who are still in the lie, correct? To step into the truth takes a painful uh, split to admit you were wrong, that you got played, and that, you're par uh, that you participated in it. It is an ego death. Yeah, all that's true. I do want to tell you, though, that I got my innocence back. Everything she said there I agree with. It fucking hurt. It hurt to wake up. It wasn't fun. It feels like it keeps happening to me, too. It's not like it just happens once. So what so do you mean? Easy. You were, like, that attached to those beliefs as, like, part of your identity? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm an Armenian who believes that the Armenian genocide happened. You know what I mean? Like th that's part of my identity. How would I ever? And I still believe to this day that it happened. But what if it? What if it didn't happen? 
What if the Jews weren't killed in the Holocaust? How, how would all those Jews change their identity? What if the American flag really wasn't about white supremacy and it was actually about freedom and being benevolent and loving? That's a hard fucking shift, dude. That's the way I was fucking programmed. Yeah, all through my youth, that's how they all all the kids are programmed in California, even if they don't know it. Sevon, did you see what happened to Mark Bell? <clears throat> you mean like a couple weeks ago he got uh it's really hard to make that shift. And here's the thing: don't anyone think you're above it or that it hasn't happened to you? Because there's ton, there's ton, like I've told all you religious people, your God for most of you, your God is the left's gender. Now there's some of you who are who are who are opening your mouth and, and, and God is using you as a vehicle. But, but I think the vast majority of you are fucking in la la delusion land. You're stuck in the word. You haven't transcended the word. Uh, did you see what happened? No, I, what did happen? Is he okay? I hope he's okay. I think he got grabbed though. I was just talking to him. He did. I was just talking about him yesterday to Sousa. We were saying about how he was one of our record, um, length, um, podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think I can't. I, I know really now. like Mark Bell. Like I really, I love. I really like Mark Bell. Well, yeah, I think you got, got Rabdo. Do you have it on his Instagram? There, it's so fucking long. Like when I when I uh, when I Mark Bell is the kind of guy when I see him I want to hug him. Oh, he looks good. Oh shit! He wrote a novel to go with it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a little too much, but uh, okay. I'll read this and I'll bring it up in the next. Um, oh, in the next one, we'll we'll chat yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to really get into a place, and I feel like uh, maybe it's just because I was never that like involved in in politics, like growing up through like high school and like that type of stuff. Like way more people are, I think, embedded in it now. Like it's just a really popular discussion. It wasn't as much when I was in high school, or at least it just didn't interest me. But I've been trying to get into a place where I'm just way more curious about how people um, are landing on their beliefs to be true than what the actual belief is. So if you tell oh, me, you know, yeah, this yeah. this wall is white, I, I, I'm I trying like to really like get that. myself into a place to say, okay, I'm not going to argue that the wall we're looking at, like you say it's white. I'm not going to argue like, no, it's not white. I'm just going to be like, how do you know that to be true? But like try to phrase it in a way that doesn't seem like it's um, accusatory. Right. Right. It's right. like, yeah, it does look white. How did you land on that thought? And then have like, just people... be sincere about it. Yeah. Just be you curious. Can. You know, I believe in, in, in X, Y, Z. Okay. Why do you, how do you know that to be true? And then, and then why do you, why do you believe that? And that's far more interesting and indicative of like conversation where people might be actually open to new ideas than just arguing, Hey, that's white. No, it's not. It's black. You know what it is? It's white. And then you get into a place where like, then nobody's really going to give up any ground. I know of a person who died shortly after getting the vaccine. All symptoms you would think were linked to the vaccine turned out he died from rabies. Fair enough. Dude, that fucking sucks. Yeah, that does. People who die from rabies, it's like so fucking painful. Hey, would so, you say that would you say that's a medical error, a misdiagnosis and a medical error? Because uh, you don't have yeah. to die from rabies. No, no. Like, yeah. So whenever so we had just like a bunch of fucking random cats that just frolic around on our installation. And they would uh, not all of them were vaccinated, like with their rabies and their whatever other animal vaccines that they get. Anti-vax cats. There's anti-vax cats. Anti-vax cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So they're just like roaming around and we have signs everywhere say, don't touch animals. Don't touch any of the cats. Don't touch the dogs. Like nothing. This is on the base or in your neighborhood or both uh, on in the desert in Jordan. Oh. And uh, 
so the problem but the problem is is like we can't catch them all like there are just so many of them that you just can't catch them all and vaccinate them all um but people would like pet them and like feed them like leftovers and shit like that so they would just come around and hang out with the people well some of the new kittens would come around and they would be petting them and they would just get like scratched or bit or whatever and they come in and be like oh uh I just went to like tie my shoes and uh, the cat came up and bit me on the finger. And like, since you don't know if they have rabies or not, you have to vaccinate the individual for like, uh, for rabies essentially just for, uh, prophylactically. Yeah. And yeah. It takes like, and it's always the fucking fat people who would touch the cats and the vaccine is based on weight. So, depending on oh, how like heavy you are more and more on how much fucking vaccine you have to administer to this person. So this person, this chick comes in, she's easily like 220, 225, uh-huh. some fucking bullshit like that. Six, eight, six, eight, no five, five or some shit. <laughs> Just a fucking bowling ball of a woman. Yeah. And she comes in, she's like, Oh yeah, I got bit by the cat. And it's like literally like two spots, like in the middle of her finger. But like literally she had to put the finger in the fucking cat's mouth and the cat fucking bit it straight on. I was like, you're so stupid. So we had to administer, uh, I want to say I had to draw up 12 to 15 vials of this vaccine. And what's even worse is you have to reconstitute it. So when you drop a vaccine, you like that has to be reconstituted. You draw like a saline solution, and then you put it into a tab of dissolvable, like a into another vial that has a dissolvable tab in it, and then you have to like roll it up and then pull it out again. So I I fucking sat there for like forty minutes drawing up vaccines for this chick to administer into her because she decided she wanted to get bit by a fucking kitten that wasn't vaccinated. Hey, how many times does she have to come back in? Is there a whole like, uh, oh, yeah. Protocol, yeah, yeah, yeah. rabies protocol. Yes. So we give her the one day, like the first day we give her the fucking 15 shots and then she has to come in three days later and seven days later and 14 days later. Like, so, and then she should start a TRT program with California hormones too. Might as well. <laughs> she, she needs it. But yeah, that should piss me off. Tell her, give it, call her and give her the number, please. I'll let her know. Someone said how, uh, someone said, um, oh, uh, I've never, no woman has ever said this to me. Oh, shit, my mouse is not working. No woman has ever said this to me. How long y'all going for today? How long y'all going for today? Sevy? Sevy, how long I, how long I got to be here on my back, Sevy? Just one second more, dear. One, give me one second. Okay. Thank you. Um, number six, getting old. I don't know how long we're going today. What, what is it? Are everyone cool? We got at least a couple more minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm good for whatever. Just save yourself time. Cause we got to do something after this. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's so right. Just don't butt it up against right when you have to leave. Okay. Uh, as you age, it's ridiculous how fast bird watching creeps up on you. You spend your whole life being hundred percent different to birds. And then one day you're like, damn, is that a yellow rump warbler? Yep. <laughs> True. <laughs> yep. you start wearing hats you start wearing hats that you made fun of old people for wearing that block the sun from your face and you start liking birds and um yep all true and you start reading history books all of a sudden like you're you're 89 and you want to read all of a sudden no george washington's history it's like wow. uh number seven primo primo uh 
when they uh, NBA star Josh Primo sued for indecent exposure by former San Francisco Antonio Spurs doctor. Josh Primo was surprisingly released by the San Antonio Spurs last week. This is probably a couple months old before news emerged that the 19 year old was accused of indecent exposure by the team's former doctor emerging NBA star. Josh Primo was being sued for indecent exposure by former San Antonio Spurs psychologist, Dr. Hillary Cawthon, who has sued the team and player whilst fil- filing a criminal complaint over the alleged incidents. Primo's first-round draft pick from the 2021 NBA draft had been one of the youngest players to enter the league, uh, just having turned 18. Uh, he was released surprisingly last week as details emerged that he would be accused of multiple allegations of indecent exposure. I think this dude like pulled his dick out. Let's see. It's I think it's uh, the she accuses Primo of exposing his penis to her. A Georgia reporter, Maddie Roy, stated, um, and I think that the team. Um, Press conference held in Houston today saw attorneys for both parties issued statements on the Primo allegedly exposing himself to Dr. Cawthon with Primo strongly denying the accusations. What's crazy is I think she reported this to the team several times and uh, they didn't do shit. They didn't do shit. Yeah. Keep scrolling down. Shocker. Hey, at that point, move her to something else, at least if you're going. Uh um, he is now being victimized by his former team appointed sports psychologist who is playing to ugly stereotypes and racial charge fears for her own financial benefit. Oh shit. Now it's become something racial In an act of betrayal against her young client, Dr. Cawthon, who is 40 years old, falsely claims Josh Primo exposed himself to her during the course of numer- numerous therapy sessions. Uh, what makes the allegations even less credible is that Dr. Cawthon never informed her patient of the purported exposure. It's baffling why she did not bother to tell her patient that his private parts were visible underneath his shorts. Oh. So it's like he was sitting there without fucking underwear and his dick was just hanging out? I'm not sure, but it reminds me there's this there's this kind of this fad on Instagram now. You saw Nicky Rod was doing it where he wears shorts and you can see his dick like bouncing around underneath his shorts. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I like it. And of course, I found uh, this so we could all see what she looks like. Let's hold on. Just like a regular. I think they'd make a cute couple. Oh, she was she on a podcast with uh with uh so she's hot and he's young and she's hot and smart and he's young and buff and talented and horny. <laughs> Especially that last one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, welcome to the uh, NBA. Hey, dude, if you're an NBA star, don't be alone in a fucking room, I guess, with a woman. Period. Unless you have a don't go to therapy. Just uh, shove it down deep. I mean, she's a sports psychologist. So I don't know exactly how many childhood traumas they were unearthing there. Well, he said that in, in that article, it said that he was dealing with a bunch of childhood trauma. But hey. yes, I agree. And he slipped it out. Here's my childhood trauma right yes. here. Okay, yesterday, trauma. yesterday I was driving through uh, Santa Cruz and I, uh, in a car next to me, I saw the former chief operating officer of CrossFit Inc. I hadn't seen him in years and I called him and said, hey, what's up? What are you doing in town? And he said he was moving back to town. And uh, uh, I'm kind of excited about that. That was, when, when, when Greg hired this guy, he was like the only adult who worked at CrossFit. Like the rest of us were just like there were no adults there. Zero, which is okay. You want a company that's mostly not adults. You only need like one or two adults, like someone like in finance. All the other adults ruin a company, 
ruin a fucking company because adults don't want to work. They don't want to like most adults don't want to work. <laughs> Jeff Birchfield's kind of an adult and he probably wants to work, but, but it's a rare, but it was cool seeing him. I remember, I remember when Greg hired him, uh, I was nervous cause he was an adult, but he ended up being cool. <laughs> he, uh, he was a, a early hire at a uh, West Marine he was like their second or third employee, and that he grew there to it grew to a billion dollar company, eight hundred million dollar company. He was operations officer over there too, and then he was a CrossFitter, one of the world's best sailors, an amazing sailor, world renowned sailor. So clearly, he likes to work. This guy likes to work. Yeah, yeah. This guy was this guy liked to work. This guy didn't have any kids though either. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he had an adopted daughter, but he didn't have any like young kids. So he mm-hmm. was like people who don't have kids like and are healthy CrossFitter type, like they'll work their ass off. Don't I know it? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're not old, though, yet. Uh, Number nine, could this be true? Number nine. We've earned the right not to work as hard. Fine. I saw it right right. Fine, fine, fine. I don't want to fight with you. I don't work as hard. Uh, He made this very simple. Okay, here we go. One, never cut the eye off the onion. You cut the eye off, it starts to bleed, and that's what makes you cry. Two sharp knife. So when you cut it, go down the middle. Keep the eye on so it won't bleed. Quick little rainbow cut. There you get your dice. That's if why you that is fucking true. It's cut. If that is true, you should be taught that when you're taught like how to swim, how to tie your shoes. How to like dab your penis with a piece of toilet paper? Like, like, <laughs> uh, you, you uncircumcised guys don't, or you circumcised guys don't do that. Uh, uh, that makes um, sense. Like, there's this, like, how the fuck do we not all know that? Is that true what that guy just said about the onion? Doesn't that seem like just, oh, I told myself I have a note here, stay calm. Did I stay pretty calm <laughs> in today's show? How do we all not know that? Don't cut the eye off an onion and your eyes don't water. I literally bought goggles just so I could fucking stop. Yes. When I cut onions. Yeah, I understand. Hmm. I'll have to try that today. Oh, it's not true. Shit. Says the man who banged nine chicks at the CrossFit gym. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny what sticks, what I remember about people? Yeah, that is funny. I'm not going to lie. I would be so uh, proud of... The, if I was young, if I did that and the complicated mess. Hey, David, please, were they all um, not one night stands too? Like, did you try like to, I would totally try to, you know, like those people that walk like 10 dogs at a time and you're like, fuck, how do you do that? I have three dogs at home and I can't keep them from fighting. And they're like walking nine dogs, <laughs> picking up poop and shit. They got, it, uh, did you, did you try to keep the relationship with like, please tell me they were, none of them were one night stands. Please yeah. What was me. the timeline on that? Yeah, did you have them all in your favorites? Did you ever text the wrong one, like thinking you were, t- like, "Hey Kelly, do you want to come over tonight?" And then you, it was really for, and you sent it to Sarah. Like, the real question is, is did you have so many different commas going that you were just copy pasting? Because that's when you know we <laughs> got that copy paste game on deck. <laughs> oh, you say that's not true about the onion either? That's a bummer. Oh, I'm bummed. Okay, well, cool. It's not really about seeing the onion. Uh, it's the smell that gets you crying. Yeah, but Alan, what he's saying is is that if you don't cut the eye, he was referencing that, meaning the, 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 the I guess where it's attached before you pick it, um, 
he's saying that it won't bleed. He says once you cut that eye off, like it, it starts bleeding. And that's where the the scent or whatever, the the aroma, the juice, the whatever, the splatter. Um all one timers. Oh, that that sucks. That's lame. Just one I'm, time? I'm or? not I'm not impressed. They didn't come back for a repeat? Come on, David. What's going come on, on. David. Were you not laying it down? Come on. Maybe he was just running and gunning. I'm only Why in town one talk night. To each other. Yeah. Uh, put the onion. Oh, Philip Kelly here. Uh, put the onion in the freezer for a few minutes before you cut the onion. Oh, Alan said the same thing. Wow. Just for a few minutes, huh? Oh, here we go. There's, of course, there's different kind of onions. Miss Renata. I love how resourceful our comment section is. Like when I dropped that King of the Hill reference the other night, you still laughed even though you had no idea. So I really appreciate that. By You're the welcome. Way. I forgot. <laughs> Caleb, did you ever watch King of the Hill? You, you would seem like so. a King of the Hill guy. He does. He does. I don't mean that in a nice way either. <laughs> there was a, so just to give you the quick reference, super short. They, Bobby was getting picked on by a bully at school. He was the kid, one of the main characters, uh, the, the kid right. of the character. And so they go, oh, we're going to take him to the the YMCA so we can learn boxing lessons to give him some self-confidence so he doesn't get picked on. And the boxing lessons kind of scared him. and They ended up being full. So he went to a women's self-defense class. And the one move that they learned was to yell, that's my purse. I don't know you. And then kick him in the nuts. And the joke was, is uh, because uh, Javier's son came on and said, I'm a black belt. And Stefan clicked it on. He's like, you're not a fucking black belt. You win. You got trained by women in Taekwondo. <laughs> and so right after he said that, I, I said to the mic, that's my purse. I don't know you. And a couple of the people from the comments got that. Uh, that's my that was purse. I don't know you. And I was so King happy. of the hill. I was so happy that a couple of people got the reference. <laughs> I got it. I got it, Caleb. I got okay. it. I got it. It's, it's hilarious. We have, to. we have to get in trouble today. This is all Suze's fault. See, it's the a way. women's self-defense. So you see oh, while sitting there. Okay, here we go. Give me your purse now. Is that long <laughs> enough pause? I don't know. <laughs> don't be afraid to shout it. That's my purse! <laughs> 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 That's my purse. I don't know you. you oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey, the next scene—it's a black kid beating him up. Racist. <laughs> Get away from me! Get away from me! Oh my goodness! Oh, actually, that might be just a Pakistani kid. Come on, eat some dirt. Let go of my purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> fucking great i don't know you <laughs> oh shit it works Who's next? it works <laughs> Who's fucking beautiful oh my goodness so anyhow now you get the uh reference there which fit perfectly with what you're talking about that's so good hey that's the problem with taekwondo that like that's the whole thing. You can earn, you can earn a black belt. Like, like it doesn't work like that in jujitsu. No. Like at some point you're a brown belt and like, kind of like, you basically got to beat someone up to get a black belt. I think, and I'm not even joking. I, I, some schools will have you like compete in a few tournaments before you could be given a black. Well, not belt. even tournaments, but you got to like, 
you got to go hard with someone against the class. Like, 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 no one, no good dojo is giving you a a black belt unless like you're going to get beat up. Someone's going to fucking beat you up. Like the, like a pretty bad. Yeah. I think a friend of mine got a black belt in karate one time and he's like, well, what if I ever get into a fight? That's what he's asking his master. Mm -hmm. And master's like, you just don't get into fights. It's all good, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I learning this? <laughs> I can't even use it in a fucking fight. And, and it may not be official like someone beats you up, but like you're going to have to go. No no good gym is going to give you a black belt in jiu-jitsu, probably even a brown belt, until they see you like really – some. you go through some really adverse shit. Like, almost, almost, like you know, in CrossFit, we're trying not to get injured. Like you probably have to be injured. Like you have to sh- – like. I something think it just happens. Something has to happen to you. Yeah. Like they're not trying to do it to you, but there's no, um, it's just the time on the mats. Like it's just inevitable a little bit. Cause like, I mean, even if you did it expedited, so let's <clears> say you were dedicated, like how you and the boys are five days a week, jujitsu didn't miss a session. It's still going to take you a year or more to get that blue belt. Then once you got your blue belt, it's going to take like three years to get your purple. Then once you got your purple, another three to four. Then once you got your brown, another three to four. Like if you're fast tracked to the black belt, it's 10 years. And, and here's the, I, I will, I did see one exception to the rule and I heard, I think I saw it happen to Nikki rod and i and i heard it being taught i heard the, the coaches talking about it with my kids if you go to tournaments and you just start especially as a kid so like my kids not ready for a yellow belt but the i heard the instructor saying if we keep going to tournaments and he's just destroying everyone everyone they might skip there's three gray belts they may skip one of the gray belts and take them straight to yellow you can't just go somewhere and just let your kid just destroy all the, the lower belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you go there with your white belt, even though you're yellow belt, and just beat on kids. Yeah, it's like the um, same thing if you enter a scaled competition in CrossFit and you're a clean and jerk one or at max is like yes. 15 on it. You're like, what? And you're doing all these bar muscles. It's like, come on. But but you but you did see Nikki Rod after you know go you know they called him the black belt slayer and he was a fucking blue belt. Hey, I think Nikki Rod's gonna be out here in California. I think he's gonna. I think he's going to Sacramento, and he's doing something at uh, with like Charlie Zamora or something like that. Like a who's wrestling. that? Is that, U- is that UFC fighter? No, Charlie. Uh, he used to own Caffeine and Kilos. I think he actually works with Mark Bell. He owns a gym out here called uh, uh, Warriors E Fitness. Oh, someone said we should have him on the show. Someone keeps sending me his contact info, Caffeine and Kilos. And the only reason why I haven't had him on is I'm just like, ah, oh, we're Paper Street guys. Oh, he, I mean, well, that's a clothing and I mean, oh, well, no, they do, they do, no, 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 you're right. They do sell, they do sell coffee now too, but it's most, I, I associate it mostly with apparel than I do coffee, but you are right. They do, but he's not associated with them anymore. He's, oh, he's not? Stuff. No. And he started doing, produ- uh, producing for like driven, a golf show. Oh, Anybody, okay. Let's get him. Can we like get him on? Yeah, we could get, him. I would love to, I've been meaning to have a chat with him because he does a bunch of wellness stuff for the firefighters and for the city out in Elk Grove. So okay. I want to kind of compare notes and chat with him, but um, yeah, I'll reach out to him and we'll and we'll get him on. Okay, I like it. And I do believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Charlie? Yep, Charlie's more. Hey, yeah. you know what else is interesting? Charlie and I share the same uh, birthday. Hey, Charlie is Charlie is very proud to get this done. Thank you, Jason Klepa and Bark Juan for your help. Uh, oh. Bart which is the, the is Bark Juan is is Bart is Bart Bart. Bart Kwan, is he the caffeine and kilos guy? No. So. No? No, Bart Kwan. No, Charlie, you're on Charlie's page. Bart I know, Kwan, Bart... I think, is probably a jiu-jitsu guy. No. Barbell Brigade. That's what it is. 
Oh, okay. I think he was Captain in Kilos for a little bit, but he must. Oh, was he? Before. Okay, okay. I'm not. It was a long that. time ago. I I forgot this guy existed until like just now. So cool. Okay, yeah. Let me see. Go back. February twelfth. Oh, for the event? I'm going to text Nikki right now. Do you know, I, last time I texted him, he didn't even respond to us. Did you see that? I guess he doesn't respond a lot. Yeah, but that was just one text. It wasn't too far, so I wouldn't get too much into that. Nick, Nikki, Nick, Nikki, uh, Nikki Rod. What did I say that was interesting that you guys are saying is not interesting? I don't even remember. Oh, <laughs> you guys have the same birthday. Oh. <laughs> Fucking rude. <laughs> guys are just rude sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, Who he'll be cares? he'll be yeah. This hurt my feelings. <laughs> I need to I respond eventually, Jeremy. I respond eventually. It just takes me a long time because I, I have too many texts. And it also depends on well, the importance of what you're bringing to the table. <laughs> and well, and I have too many. I have too, and I have too many people. I've I've I'm I'm, I'm my bandwidth has gotten too narrow. I just don't have too much going on. Uh, to, uh, what's this? Um, like during the show, four people have called that I really want to talk to, and how? And 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 not, and I'm now I'm not stopping the show because I'm stressed out because I know I have to do something with Sousa, so I'm avoiding stopping the show because I'm gonna have to do <laughs> that. But really, it's just making it worse because now I'm running out of more time on the other end. Uh, Sevon, didn't you get my text? This is a different phone. Uh, I love you guys. Oh yeah, I got it. Thank you. Uh, okay, uh, well, let's do number 10, birthday. And then we'll do forgive and forget, and then we'll get off. Oh, maybe we'll do Monty Python. <laughs> Tomorrow we have Chris Cooper on, you guys. That's going to be a great show. We're going to basically talk about what it takes to run a CrossFit gym. And we're going to look at like the actual money. I don't know if it's going to go according to plan, but it's going to be a cool show. We're going to be like... Uh, I think I'm it will either- go according to plan. I think you'll like what I have set up for the back end of it. I'm either going to be like, holy shit, I was wrong. CrossFit gyms are charging too much. Or I'm going to be like, yep, I knew I was right. Like, you stop being a baby. Either do this shit for free at home or shut up and make uh, and, and pay your money. Okay, here we go. Dear the Atlantic, well, well, how the tables have turned. Okay, so this is some, uh, looks like someone dressed in woke gear. The face mask, the purple hair, and the free Brit- Britney Griner shirt. Action. Yeah, it turns out, yeah, it turns out that this was all a lie. Yep. I was really just kind of hoping we could put all this behind us and move on. Is that like, is that an apology? Because it doesn't really sound like one. I know that I called you a grandma killer, but I really just wanted what was best for you. I actually couldn't visit my grandma in the hospital or even attend her funeral, but my heart was in the right place. I also lost my business and my job. I had good intentions and my kids' social, mental, and physical development was also hurt. Listen, we just didn't know. I knew, lots of people knew, but you refused to listen. Instead, you called us names and wished death upon us. Let's just call a truce, okay? But according to your hat, you care about social justice. What does that have to do with anything? Why don't you care about justice here? I don't hear you demanding apologies or reparations. Because that would have to come from me and we just need to move on. So you don't believe in accountability for systemic injustices when you're the one guilty. Can't we just build back and move forward? And I want to build back a system that allowed this to occur. Don't you want peace? I found this sign on the ground. Maybe you recognize it. Hey, yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. 
that's funny. Was that forgive and forget? Yeah, the birthday one got taken down. Oh, okay. Number twelve, uh, Monty Python. Hey, do you get do do you get any satisfaction watching these uh, go away, Souza? Have them cross off the list. Yeah. No, because it's never ending. So it's always like I don't uh, even see them go away. Maybe yeah. I would if I saw them go away. Okay. I've been real to be honest. I've been super annoyed about the top like one through three hundred. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank you. Forever. Yeah, I'm. We're. Get, I know. At least we did got rid of ten of those three hundred. Here we go. Yeah. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother, sister. Sorry. What's the point? What? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? We're going to get in trouble for this. It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. Oh, there it is. Symbolic <laughs> against the struggle of his understanding of reality. Hey, dude, that's 60 years ago. 60 fucking years ago. Hey, that says it all, man. Like, they're struggling to hold reality together. Don't worry about the mental health of uh, homeless people. Listen, they can recover. Be worried about the mental health of the people in power. All your friends who are Democrats. It's getting so fucking weird. Uh, immorality, pharmacy preying on the mentally ill. Oh, perfect. Here we go. Number 13. Yeah, the truth is scary. What is this? Here we go. My question to you is, what specifically about medically transitioning do you think is so moral so if you are struggling to accept who who you were born as what your actual body even oh, even sorry and my question <laughs> to you is what specifically <laughs> so immoral so if you are struggling to accept who who you were born as what your actual biological identity is I have all the compassion in the world for that. I mean, I, I can't imagine having that disconnect in my head. It has to be a source of, of immense despair. But what I hate is the is the medical professionals who, instead of helping you with that, and help, instead of helping you to accept who you really are and find joy and fulfillment in it, they're trying to make a quick buck. And they're selling you false promises. And they're telling you that this stuff is based on long-term studies. And they're lying to you because it's not. There have never been any reliable long-term studies on almost all of this stuff because the fact is that the medical industry only started doing this at such a large scale recently. So they couldn't have the data. They're pretending that they do. They're lying. And that's what I hate. That's, that's the immorality. 
And my question There you go. Is, They're treating a fucking mental illness with a fucking knife. How does that work? Hi, caller. Hi. Thank you for waiting. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Good You're a fucking champ for not saying a peep during that. Thank you. (laughs) No worries. Um, No worries at all. That was interesting. Um, Yeah, I just had uh, two quick questions. By the way, I'm shocked you guys are still going. I I had a a meeting and had to hop off. I was super disappointed and then hop back on and was happy to see y'all are still going. So here we are. (laughs) It should be really a three hour show. It really should. In the name of like <laughs> Caleb almost fucking died. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I said on why didn't you push back more? Hey, I think I I did a great job of kind of I, I thought she did a great job of questioning me on the word woke, and then I think I did a great job of unfucking her a little bit. I think she well, she threw me an alley oop. It's not even against her. I think she she I think she set me up. But anyway, we'll get back to that. Call her hi. Sorry. I'm glad we're here yeah, for you. You guys had a great you guys had a great back and forth. Emily was, um, she was a little more aggressive than I would have imagined. Um, but it was awesome. Hey, was that's a tame version of her. I'm telling you, that's a tame version. She's very aggressive. <laughs> like to the point where in certain circumstances, I would just avoid her. Well, that like when I first, awesome. dang. Um, when I first jumped on the call, that little statue behind her, like I thought there was a kid behind the curtain, like for real. So. Oh, <laughs> One of, her kids was in, one of her kids just has to stand back there. No, I think as a parent, she's probably a pushover. <laughs> she's a very loving person, but man, she is a, she's a, she's a, she's a smarty pants and she's a hard ass. And she comes from a, a family of just really smart people. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely tell. Um, yeah. you and she got that. She got a little bit of that feminist. She, she's stuck. She's in a stuck tough spot too, because she's got a little bit of that feminist fucking chip on her shoulder, but she's a fucking libertarian. So that really fucks with you because a piece she got some libtard in her too. You could see it like leak out, like you see it leak out with me sometimes. <laughs> Leaks out mm. of all of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it could be a dangerous combination. Uh, channeled the right direction. Um, yeah. So I just want to ask real quick. Um, you want you want my ass I, real quick? No, sorry. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to ask real quick. Oh, uh, yeah, mine is two two quick questions. One has. <laughs> Um, did you already address the uh, Lauren Khalil leaving the morning chalk up like that whole story? Because I may have missed it. We we talked about it the other day. I don't think there's anything new on it. But basically, she says she's she's splitting. I think Sousa spoke to her um, she, or text with her. She's she it looks like she's leaving the morning chalk up. We know something weird's going on in the morning chalk up. Um, I think that there were two. Um, either open lawsuits against him or two people threatening to sue him. One of them was uh, 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 something having to do with sexual harassment over there, I think is what I'm hearing. I don't know that for a fact. And the other one was from uh, uh, the editor over there. I think his name is Patrick. And I think he came from Canada and had something to do with his, I don't know, but, but basically two of his top people were, were, in conflict with him. And I think that there were lawyers involved is what I heard. And, um, and so, you know, people were jumping off the ship, you know, uh, Tommy Marquez, then Brian friend, then Patrick Clark. I think that there was another guy who jumped the ship, who is a pretty important person over there. I don't know his name. And now Lauren Khalil has jumped ship. And basically we saw her running the YouTube station. And so we don't know, uh, the only people I know still over there, and I don't know them. I just know them from the comments or just from Sousa telling me about them are uh, a young lady named Presley and another lady named Katie Gannon. I think Presley and Katie have some pretty significant roles there, 
but it's being it's weird being in a on a boat when people are just jumping off the ship and then and then what's her name uh lauren says she's not going anywhere which makes me think she's either gonna go to bar bend <clears throat> or to maybe brian spin uh, pulled together some coin and hired her or she's going to come here to the Sevon podcast, or she's going to go Sevon to Empire. Yeah. yeah, the Sevon Empire. Thank you. Or she's going to go to um, uh, uh, Charlie Doobie's company, um, uh, Back Horse Roads, Hamilton Roads, Hamilton Roads. I always want there to be a horse in that company's name. <laughs> <laughs> but something she's I think she'll land somewhere else. I mean, I my my I, I have no I, I, I have to assume she's going to go with the, the people who she's a little more square. You know, those that group is more square than us. So, I, you know, like Tommy and Shawnee yeah. and then Brian's kind of the middle of the road. And then there's us just the cool fucking kids. And so yeah. I have to she's a little more square. She's a little less cool. So I'm guessing she's going to go more towards Hamilton Road. Which isn't bad. Yeah, you need, you right. need you need adults. You need not cool people. I don't mean it as a bad thing. Oh yeah, for sure. She's, she's like a paladin or a monk, and y'all are kind of the rogues or bandits in the forest. But yes, yes, yes you need both. Oh uh, yeah, there it is. Oh, Lauren isn't coming to Barbell Spin. Okay. Oh, or maybe she's going to CrossFit HQ. That would be fucking hilarious. I would. That would be Honestly, fucking be amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, the, the, the CrossFit goes. HQ does not need CrossFit HQ does not need any adult more adults. They need <laughs> fucking. Uh, they need people like Tommy Tommy G. They they the, the CrossFit right. needs young people who just are set free to create whatever the fuck they want. Hmm. They, the last thing HQ is needs more shit that look because Lauren stuff looks like um uh, TV news. You know what I mean. Like it's not uh, the CrossFit doesn't need that. That's absolutely not what they need. They're even their magic thing. Yeah. Their their magic thing. I'm even tired of it. The color scheme. I'm already like done with it. And then the splatter paint look on everything. Do you know? Have you guys seen this thing that they're doing? I'm yeah. done. Stu, I'm already done with yeah. it. I'm already like okay. I'm next. Yeah. She, oh, she could do that. Okay. I'm down with that. If they promoted her to a high enough position there, maybe she'd be great. I'm just. Yeah. I don't know if she's too yeah, All she's right. too good for HQ. That's another way of saying it. Yeah. HQ needs people who are just super creative. Yeah, they need super creatives. They need fucking way yeah. less adult, way less polished. And and what's funny is even this look that they're going with, this magic of CrossFit, it's supposed to look unpolished and it's so it but 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 when you do that twenty times, now we know it's polished. You get what I'm saying? Do you guys know what it look at? Well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They made this like every photo look like it's old. Yeah. yeah. It's like I feel okay. like Noble kind of did some of that in their marketing too. For Say sure. that again. Who did? Noble. Uh, I, I feel like Noble did some of that in their marketing too. Yeah. A while there. A hey, while what do there, you think is so. going to happen to Lauren? Do you have any insights? <clears throat> hey, could um, you text her? Could you DM her and kind of trick her into telling you stuff and then come back and report to us? <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, I'm sure. not joking. I'm not joking. I, I might. Yeah. Okay, uh, do I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll let you guys know tomorrow. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> I have some guesses, but I, you know, who knows? What are your guesses? What are your guesses? Uh, well, one of, one of the guesses was that she'd go work for HQ. Um, I like that. guess. So, but I don't, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think that'll happen. Um, 
And then I, another thought I had was, uh, or it, it's more of a, why a don't you think guess, she, why don't you think that would happen? You know, what's crazy about her too is, um, she can, she's good at playing both sides. She can do the woke and not woke. So she might, she might be the, she's kind of a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's pretty neutral. Like I've, I've noticed, like she's, she's good at kind of like, you know, she doesn't get too far into it. That's not really her, her thing. Um, I, I think that, uh, sorry, what was the question you asked? Why, why I think it'd be good if no. they, or why I think they won't hire her. Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 what, what, I have too many questions I've asked you. Let's go back to where else do you think she might go? HQ and where's the other place? Oh, this, this is more of a wish, but it's. Um, I, I thought it'd be really cool. Uh, it, it seems like uh, CrossFit Mayhem's kind of snapping up anybody with talent who, um, you know, has worked in the CrossFit space. And uh, I, I thought it'd be super cool if they brought her on. Hmm. Um, and then... You know, but it would it would kind of like narrow the number of athletes she'd she'd work with and stuff. But I I don't know. I thought she could do some really cool things, like just for their um. You know, if she's the one announcing their programming or stuff like that. Um, I could see I her going to like Cookville the, and meeting a guy there in the gym and getting pregnant. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no comment. <laughs> no. Oh, she's not moving. She ain't moving to Cookville. Says uh, Juicy Spiegel. Oh, where's Patrick Clark yeah. when you need him? I guarantee you he knows exactly what's going on. No, yeah. Devesh, Maharaj, the hammer, uh, uh, and the wrench. Jeez, you're really mixing up your shit. She would kill it going out on no one's killing it going out on their own, buddy. Wait, what do you, what do you mean yeah, by killing? Um, no one's going to kill it going out on their own. I don't think. Only us. We're the only ones. We're the only ones who are going to do it. Everyone else is going to... No one else is going to do it. There's not room for everyone to do it. <laughs> Only one person can do it. What? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, am I telling the truth? I mean, yeah, I was going to suggest that she goes out and does something on her own. Like, I, I think there's room for everybody. Who's going to pay the own. fucking bills? Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with her doing it too, but she's not going to kill it on her own. There's no fucking way. I know other people have told me that too, but I just being honest, where does the Khaleesi go? Oh, this is in real time. CFHQ. The bar bend, uh, freelance. Wow, look at this shit elsewhere. Elsewhere is popping up. Hey, elsewhere. Dale, um, over at Spartan, the Spartan Doc, Doc Spartan. If can you tell me if this soap is going to reduce my sperm camp? Like, does it sperm camp? Sperm camp. It's going to reduce the sperm. Is this, am I going to have to take down my tent? Is this going to reduce my sperm count? Like. Dove and Tide and all and Ivory and all those soaps do, or is this? Are you guys? Is this the soap that I'm gonna land on? Because if it is, it smells good. I don't want to give you any more free. Uh, I'm I'm gonna shower just now after the show just to try this. You oh, got that ointment? Yeah, it'd be cool if you guys got a sponsorship from. Um, well, I'll, I'll throw their name later if this one doesn't work out. Um, who is but it? Is it, a, another... is it a soap company? I just need a soap co- I, and I want them to make yeah, detergent. Yeah, do- Could you Dr. make a Go ahead. Sasquatch? Who? Mm. Oh, I, uh, I Dr. Sasquatch. Yeah. They make a soap? Hey, maybe yeah. we can make a Sevon podcast clothing detergent. I need a clothing detergent. I'm telling you, me and my wife have this. My wife has just stopped letting me fucking do the wash. It's crazy. And I love doing the wash. I love carrying like hampers through the house and taking the lint out of the dryer. 
I live for that shit. She doesn't know what she's taking from me. Is that weird? <laughs> a little bit. Gonna be honest, but <laughs> <laughs> I was really attached to those things. <laughs> I kind of it's part of my thing. Like it's what I do. Like when I'm talking on the phone, or like I just like the soap because it's a grenade. I took it out of my hey, luggage. I, oh, you have. I should have. I should have handed it to you. We should have pretended. And, and, like, and here's the thing that's weird too. I also am it. concerned that I could use this whole thing in one in one shower. This stuff feels soft. <laughs> we gotta get that down. Wait, you do, have you used any, um, Caleb? Have you used it? Yeah, I've used that, and then I used the ointment that they sent me too, uh, because somebody may or may not have had a tattoo gun. Um, while we were uh, deployed, and we all Wait, did you get a tattoo out there? Yeah, a couple. Oh my land! There you go, Savon. Uh, but, but, but it, it so worked really well. Thought, what was the thought you had right before Dude, you got the tattoo? Just a bunch of fucking dudes just hanging out doing absolutely nothing. They're I would like, probably do that too. Fuck yeah! Did you get one by your asshole? No. All good then. It says no girls allowed. <laughs> no girls allowed. <laughs> Hey, I, I had another question, but I'm going to save it for another day. It's a, you know, I've already taken up a, a too much okay, time. Okay, yeah, but, we, um, we need people to call so it looks like we have real listeners. So that I appreciate you saving it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, related to real estate, so that'll be a good one. I'll ask another time. Okay, thank you. Good deal. <laughs> Thanks, Wait, guys. Well. Bye. Later, dude. Uh, number fourteen, the gay patriot. You know, you knew that guy's name. That was Plumber. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That was Plumber, plumber? Called in earlier. No, Plumber called in earlier. That makes me feel weird because I was all like familiar with it. It wasn't who I thought it was. (laughs) Well, everybody was asking. Put your pants back on, Sousa. Yes, I had to fucking pay attention some more, huh? Uh, Kenneth DeLab, you should have been reading the Bible instead of getting tattoos, young man. Shut up. Who says he can't do both? <laughs> can't do both. I got oh, time for all. Kenneth that's has given good. some good advice. He okay, got a Bible go. verse tatted. Sorry. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> yeah. You don't even know what yeah. it is. <laughs> How dare you, uh, The Lord says, Kenneth, the Lord says, uh, shut the fuck up. I got it tattooed right here. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb 316. Yes. <laughs> hey, is there a Caleb in the Bible? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is that one of the brothers that gets killed early in the book? Like, aren't there two brothers and one brother kills another brother? No, that's Cain and Abel. Oh, all right. Good for you. Close, though. He's got that down. This is the best oh, way to Cain, Wait, Cain and Abel is like uh, Caleb. It's like Cain and Abel, Caleb. Yeah, that's what, that's why I think you got it mixed up. Oh, hold on. Stand by. Caller, hi. Hola, como esta? Hi, hi, Tevon. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? It's call it's a call up. from Spain. It's a call from Spain. Damn it. I'm sorry I was doing a Chinese accent and I was trying to do a Spanish accent. Hello, how are you? But I was trying to it's not even a Chinese accent. Yeah. That was Indian. It was weird. It got weird. <laughs> oh, I was trying to do some foreigner accent because I saw the number was from Spain. Darn I think it. Spain so is like que tal. Is there que, more rather than like como está? Que tal? Yeah, I think it's okay. que tal. He probably, when I say como esta, I sounded so authentic, he thought he had the wrong number. It definitely. I mean, Caleb and I were Something confused local. for a second. For sure, That's for not sure. Chinese. I thought I was in the... <laughs> oh, shit. 
Oh God, Sevon's accents are as good as his name pronunciation. <laughs> okay, let's hear this guy. Let's see the gay patriot. America. Half the country really loves gay people, and half the country really loves troops. Those are the two sides. <laughs> half of America is like, I fucking wish I was gay. I want my kids to be gay. <laughs> and the other half's like, I'll fucking suck a troop's dick. Nothing gay about that. That's a patriot's fuck in your mouth. Dick sucks for America. I don't think you know this, but a lot of the gay clubs in New York don't let veterans into the club just because they have a dress code and they're homeless, which makes it difficult. But um, <laughs> found out which one this guy is, huh? Hates gays, this guy. <laughs> this. That's fucking amazing. Uh, okay, the gay patriot. That's good. Okay, last one. Only because I hope the guy from Spain calls back. Um, it is buying some time for him. Yeah, uh, number fifteen. He's he's getting. He's running. He had to run back to his car and get changed. He's using pay pay phone. Um, number fifteen, yelling. Okay. Oh, here we go. A three-year-old is being yelled at by her mother. The mother thinks she's right. So the mother is putting all her effort to fix this child's bad behavior. And the mother sees right before her eyes that this child's light begins to diminish. That mother was me. I knew that my mothering was in desperate trouble. And the brutal, transparent, honest truth was that it was. It was me. And when I confronted this in myself, there was the birth of my mission here in conscious parenting. Because I realized what no one had told me. No one had told me that I would not be raising my child. I would be reenacting all my emotional crap. That parents are not told that until they raise themselves, all they will be doing is projecting their unmet needs, expectations, fantasies onto their children. I knew right then in that moment that if I did not take my ego in charge and tame it and tame it, I would do unto my child what had been done to me. There you go. It is okay to not say anything. It is actually the right path 99% of the time with your kids. Just stay quiet. It's funny that 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 actually hurt me more than I thought. <clears throat> I yelled at Ari yesterday and I saw him, I saw I diminished his light. He wasn't even doing anything that was a big deal. He was straight he had his shirt on and a, a tank top on and he was stretching it out. And I was looked at him in the rearview mirror and I yelled at him to knock that shit off and I saw it fucking didn't land well with him and it was as soon as I said it I knew. Shut the fuck up. Hmm. And you get out of the car, walk over to him, give him a kiss and whisper in his ear. Hey, buddy, um, don't stretch out your shirts. I'm trying to keep you. I want you to look nice when you get out of the car. I love you to death. You're so handsome. That had been more than enough. Not, hey, knock that shit off. <laughs> I mean, there is a time for that. To punching each other in the shower. But, yeah. Uh uh, my six-year-old balls. If I uh, cry, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, force you to like. Yeah, just stay quiet. Just stay quiet. 
Okay, um, 15 more minutes? No, I can't. I, I would love to. Do you mean till 10? That'd be cool. Where's Heidi? Who knows? Great question. Um, tomorrow, we have, tomorrow we have Chris Cooper on. Um, and uh, I think the day after that, we have the world's greatest handball player coming on. Handball or racquetball or softball? Yep. And then we got Raw the Earth coming I mean, back on yep. Friday. It's all, oh, we do have Raw uh, on yeah. Friday? Paul Cole <clears throat> is New Zealand's number one squash player. Or number one in the world. Yeah, I think he might be like the only white guy in the top 10 of squash players. I don't know. Like someone's taken like shooting's been taken over by Filipinos. I don't know who's taken over squash, but it, but it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like it when like ethnicities just march in and just take over a fucking sport. And then we got a live call with Rob Earth on Friday. Okay, cool. Another affiliate series. Oh, so if you have any questions for Raw, yeah, uh, Friday's the day. That's awesome. Sorry, go ahead, Susan. What about the affiliate series? Oh, just uh, just giving the rundown. Then we got the affiliate series on Saturday, and then we got um, Craig Harrison on. I don't see Sunday. anyone on Saturday. I don't see anyone on Saturday. Did I not include you? It would help if I included you on these. I think you the man. Would probably hey, be- oh my God, <laughs> Sunday show is going to be nuts, you guys. You have to get this book. If you haven't read this, get this audio book and start listening to it right now. I'm telling you, you will be so happy you did. Even if you just listen to two hours of it between now and then, it is called, it is called like the longest shot or something. Longest kill. The longest kill by Craig Harrison. I was listening it, to it a couple weeks ago. Did you, do you like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's pretty good. Don't you think the reading's amazing? All the different voices and characters and shit? Yeah, I like when they can put a really good audiobook together. The story itself is actually pretty incredible as well. It's pretty... Uh, How about when he runs away and tries to join the Foreign Legion? Did you get to that yeah. yet? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the guy that he met in the trailer that, like, just housed him for a day, he's like, lose your dick. Like, what? Oh, that's right. <laughs> like... Yeah, that shit's crazy. He's a, he's oh, something happened to Caleb's up. audio. Do you hear that? Yeah, like something super rough. It's vibrating table or something. Like gravelly. No, don't worry. It won't spoil it for you. The movie has so many, the book has so many twists and turns, you can't even believe it. I'm three hours in and he's not even, well, when I was three hours in, he's not even in the military yet. I'm like into the good part. And I'm like, wow, this book's fucking nuts. I was so bummed when it stopped. I wish he'd write a part two. This guy has real mental illness too, and he's got his shit together. So, yeah, I imagine he's pretty fucked up. What happened? You know what it sounds like when you talk? It sounds like there's like a quarter vibrating on a wooden table. I wonder if maybe his headphones are just losing power. Someone in Jordan sold him fake AirPods. <laughs> Solid guess, by the way. Solid. <laughs> Solid, right? That was a good guess. <laughs> Comment section sometimes. Hey, um, what about um? Don't we have to do a, a UFC show on Friday? Um, what do you mean by that? We had raw. We've had raw on the calendar for like three weeks. Okay, so, so even maybe, though we just got on that UFC kick, I don't think we should shift him. No, no, but um, maybe. Oh, I'm scratching my butt. Um, maybe we can do. Um, man, my butt's been getting meaty. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. Why do people in CrossFit do that thing in the front squat or the back squat where they stay at the bottom? So yesterday I did this workout. I held a 60-pound D-ball 
which is kind of crazy in the frontal plane. It's huge. It's, it's bigger than even like the hundred pound D ball. I held this, I held a 60 pound D ball at the bottom of a squat for 20 seconds and then stood up and rested 40 seconds. And I did that for 10 rounds. And I'm like, why am I doing this? That's a great workout. But why the only, why? Because, because you never spend time in that bottom position. And it's important for your range of motion. It's also important because but the why iso- waited? It's isometric. Why waited? Because the isometric exercise. So you're you're doing you're hanging out in that bottom position and creating a bunch of time under tension, which is strengthening that position. I don't know though. Maybe my core and your legs, everything. I mean, unless you were unless you were huddled over the ball to where nothing was being like you weren't purposely postured in your squat, so everything was tight and remained in a good position. Then, yeah, I I like the time under tension. I prescribe that a ton to my firefighters because I can't do it here. Not enough room. It ends up building strength in a different way than having just because a lot of times we think when we're building strength, we just need to add an increased load. I don't know if it. I don't know, man. I I wasn't keeping any tension in my legs. I had my I had my chest up, you know, and I think I had lumbar curve, maybe even too much because I'm so fucking flexible. I'm like a Gumby. Mm -hmm. Um, I should have been a gay porn star, Um, but. Uh, but, but, um, I was, I can just rest in a squat and and sit upright. So I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have let you rest in it. I would have made you work in that position the whole entire time. Like Like, stay a little, like stay out of the tension. Like, uh, like, like, you don't let it get into a relaxed position. Just go barely below parallel. Just like they do in the L1. So I'm going to get you right into that position. Everything's firing up. Everything's working. Nothing's just along for the ride. And then we just hold that position. Yeah. for whatever the time is that you want, then you come up out of it. That's what helps my, and let this be a note to any coaches that are out there. That's what really, really helps a lot of my firefighters that are older that are like, I can't squat or do that with weight. It's going to fuck my back up. And I strip it down to just the barbell and I make them go three count down. So they're just being awareness in their position as their hips come back, as they're sitting into the squat. And then I make them hold that bottom position for a five to 10 second count. Then they come up at normal speed. And what we're so, doing is we're just retraining and relearning that position, the slow down, the pause at the bottom. And that pause at the bottom is allowing them to sit safely into the end range of motion of their squat underneath a little bit of tension with the barbell, which forces the good posture so they don't just get relaxed in that bottom position. Well, I was relaxed down there. And I'll tell you what, um, because I was using a, such a huge med ball, it was definitely working my midline, right? Because it's pulling me forward. Right. But I'll also say this, after during those 40 seconds – in between each round, I went into child's pose because my back did not like it. Didn't yep. hurt, but it just didn't like it. Because and that's probably because I was lazy down there, right? That's right. Yeah, because <laughs> you were just huddled over the ball. So I guarantee you, what ended up happening was you probably got into not huddled over the ball. Don't get carried away. Okay. Well, either way, you probably. Had I just a have really cut. good depth and range of motion. But there's so I was no able to squat low. There's no way you didn't lean forward and round your back and lose your lumbar curve and be relaxed. It's it's the opposite. The, you couldn't have been relaxed at the bottom position of your squat and keep your back into a really good solid position. I'll, I'll take a picture for you. You're probably right, but maybe not. The thing is, is like my glutes and my hams and my quads were not activated. You exactly. Know what I, mean? I was so, then therefore, so that's the bottom link to the chain. So if this starts to round in and roll in, what do you yeah. think that affects? Well, you're right. Your pelvis I can your arch back. my back so much that, well, I'll show you. I'll take a picture. Yeah, but that's but just you're right. overextending the shit out of your right. back. That's not creating yeah. the midline stability. And that's probably why my, I had to do child's pose in between because I was just hurting myself. So I yep. should use a lighter ball, like 40 no, pound you ball. Just, well, you could start with that, yes, but then you should also just hold a good bottom position like they would hold you at the l1 yeah and i was doing crazy stomach breathing too it was awesome yeah that's great diaphragmic breathing is really important down there it it helps you learn how to 
breathe. And I make I relate that back to the firefighters of them being in a smaller position, having to conserve air into their bottle. So we'll get them down into that position, into that squat, and I'll have them do a couple big diaphragmic breaths from there. So that way they learn to hold the tension. They could hold in the spot, but they could still slow their breathing down and get in big, full, you know, calming breaths from the diaphragm. I like it. Uh, at your age, uh, would you rather be super strong or super flexible? I want to be in the middle, but I'm definitely willing to give up strength for flexibility. I think yeah. I don't want to lose uh, any more flexibility. I can already tell I'm losing it. Okay. Um, thank you, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow with Chris Cooper. Uh, I think on Friday sometime we're going to try to get Darian on and do a UFC show. Those shows have been great. Um, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Mr. Beaver, thank you. Uh, tell your cat, thank you. Uh, Souza, thank you. Oh, say your pussy.